This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Jeff, what are you doing September 22nd through the 24th? I'm going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Hobie listeners, Cincinnati Comic Expo returns to the Duke Energy Convention Center September 22nd through the 24th, 2017. Uh, great guests include Greg Capula, the artist from Batman, and, just announced, John Ratzenberger. Yep, Cliff Clavin himself. So get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com and come party with Hobie and Cliff Clavin and Greg Capula. More artists and guests will be announced on Cincinnati Comic Expo on Facebook. Get your tickets now. All right. Oh. It's about comic books, movies, growing up with Rokusuki. Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him. Michael Keaton was the best Batman, while Christian Bale was just deadpan. No one remembers the other ones. Princess Leia in the Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 165. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. Yay! Everybody's here! Hooray! And nobody's sick. Yay! Nobody's coughing yet. Yet. I'm feeling great. How about you, Jeff? I feel fine. Okay, good. Blake? Scab Jeff. Scab Jeff is here! How do you feel, Scab? I, I feel okay. Okay, that's good. That's a positive. That's a positive. Um, so nobody's sick. Uh, number one fan, Doug, is not here. Uh, I think he got lupus over the weekend, uh, so <laughs> he won't be here this week. I hope he doesn't go to house for a diagnosis because it's never lupus. What is it? It's never lupus. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it just all in your mind? No, it's something different okay. every week, but it's never lupus. Gonorrhea? Furry rabies. Oh, furry rabies is bad. You never want furry rabies. No. No. Uh, so everybody's here. It's mostly curable. Mostly. Mostly. You're only part of mostly dead. <laughs> uh, everybody's here. It's a great week. Uh, nobody's dead. Nobody's, uh, well, celebrities are dead. Uh, but nobody here is dead. Everybody's feeling great. Um, let's start but it what off. if you're dead inside? Oh, I've been no. dead inside for a long time. I like how you have to preface it that it's a good week. None of us died. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, last year was touch and go with you, Jeff, for a couple weeks. So, you know. The furry rabies really hit hard last year. That was two years ago. Whatever. What he said was nobody died, and then he had to <laughs> then he had to correct that Let by saying that. none of us yeah. died. Yeah. Nobody died except for the people that are written on our sheet that we're going to be talking about in a little bit. Right now, how about All Bill right. Paxton? Moment of silence. Judge Wapner? People's Court. I'll be honest, I didn't know Judge Wapner was still alive. He's I 97. Didn't. I knew he was retired. I knew he was uh, dethroned by Judge Judy and a bunch of uh, knockoffs. Did you see Judge Judy is going to get $200 million for, for syndication again? Why not? They said she has made $150 million to $200 million on each new contract. 
And the second most popular court show she produces. What's that? Divorce court? No, uh, it was the I forgot the name. The bench, maybe, or the one where I think there's three judges that hear a case. I've never seen that. Oh, it's terrible. I saw it once. And... <laughs> Are you sure that's just not the Supreme Court? Uh, it wasn't eight and a half judges. Okay. The Supreme. Okay. You know, that's you know scraping the bottom, bottle, bottom barrel of our society, the which Supreme I have a take on later. The Supreme Court's the bottom of the barrel? No, not the oh. Supreme Court. Oh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Talking about the People's Court and the Judge Judy and the the, the the whatever you were talking about, the triumvirate judges. I would be for Supreme Overlord picking uh, Judge Judy for the Supreme Court. <laughs> that would be good. I would be excited about that. You know, that would probably, <laughs> his, his approval probably, ratings would probably go up if I he did that. His approval ratings would. would go up. And actually, you know what? That's right down his alley. I think it should. <laughs> that, that, Don't get the exactly. Well, I've seen Judge Judy on uh, TV's plenty of times. She's well qualified. That was your Donald Trump? <laughs> Uh, no, I was just... No, that, was his, that was just Blake Edwards. That oh, was just okay. me just fucking around. Okay. I would now be surprised if I he can't. didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what better? I mean, we elected a, a fucking reality TV jackass. Why not appoint a well, fucking what's reality we, what's TV we stuff? fucking judge? I'm talking about American people as a whole. We, we elected Snooky. Oh. Why not? <laughs> wow! Why isn't Why isn't she in charge of the Department of Education for fuck's sake? Because she can't spell education. Who cares? <laughs> I don't think DeVos can either. But <laughs> my God, we went political. Gee, down the hall, people, down the hall on yeah. Stumpy or what's it called? Uh, what's the what's Culture the, Babble? No, no, whatever it's called. Stump. <laughs> what is, what's our political show? Soapbox. Called? Soapbox. There you Soap. go. Stumpy. <laughs> from Stumpy to Soapbox. Wow, that's pretty impressive, Jason. Uh, Neil Fingerton died, too, from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, big guy. He was uh, the giant. Seven plus six. Three different characters on the show, I think. Played Mag the Giant. What else did he play? Stumpy. Uh, he played, he was the second guy to play the mountain in season two. Okay. I mm, love the mountain. I think. And who did he do in the first season? The Hill. The Plateau. Somebody who was really big in the first season. I don't know. I forget. He was so good I that you forgot. That one guy. Okay. If it's the guy I'm thinking of anyway. There was a guy who played three characters in... Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what. was the giant. I'll tell you what. Let's tease that for the audience. While you're at home pausing and looking it up, we'll eventually give you the answer in a couple minutes. We will. It may not be the right answer. Oh, we will? I, <laughs> I thought we were going to wait till Dev corrected us next week. I'll get to it. I'm going to do it. Uh, Jeff, you're over there eating Subway, uh, so make sure is it's not fake, on the mic. Is that fake chicken? Well, that's Subway what we were talking chicken? about all before we came on the air. I saw that today. Subway chicken is 50% chicken. 50% soy. 50% soy. Allegedly. In Canada. Can- Allegedly. In Canada, where they have, you know, like a, what, lesser food restrictions? Well, that's right. They tested McDonald's, and that was 84%. And they asked for a comment. McDonald's well, yeah, goes... they're looking for DNA makeup. Yes. That, that's how they came with these percentages. Yeah, A, a lab did this. And, and, uh, and they said, well, there must be soy in our chicken. Well, no, McDonald's, they, their quote, or their comment was... I'm loving it. <laughs> we don't release what, uh, what percentage of uh, ingredients is in our food. It's like, so, really? Yes. So they're like, so you just admitted so that it's all chicken. Exactly. So you're covering up that you've been serving the world shit. I mean, we all knew you were serving the world shit. Not but the now hamburger. We know for a fact. No, the hamburger wasn't. He was trying to steal to take it away from the well, people. But he knows that it's not shit. 
Oh, I, I thought he did. He was trying to save everybody. Uh, oh, no, no Hamburglar's not a good guy. Uh, it depends on your pers- perspective. I kind of feel like a creepy clown is the bad guy. I feel like Ronald is. I feel like he has a van. He's with Shazam. <laughs> well, is Ronald is, McDonald's probably a child. Is he oh, trying yeah, to stop the Hamburglar? Yeah, I think so. I could see it. <laughs> Just because Ronald is evil doesn't mean the Hamburglar also isn't. Now, actually, you know who's probably the most evil out of, out of that group? There's Don't say Grimace. Mayor McCheese. Yeah, he, right. he, I think he's just corrupted. a creepy child molester serial killer. Yeah. I'm gonna... I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> I, I'm with you. <laughs> I think he was taking bribes, to be honest with you. I think he was a little too close to the chicken nuggets. I'll be honest. I think he, he's a little yeah, he, too friendly with them. A bot. He was probably a bot politician. <laughs> he was. Definitely. He was, he was in cahoots with all the horrible things that they did. Sorry, Grimace. You can't run for vice mayor today. Sorry, Lieutenant Mayor. That's, yeah. That was a big controversy about Grimace running. It's a bad day. What the hell was Grimace, anyways? He was just a big blob. Uh, he was jizz. Purple jizz from a Smurf. <laughs> Still not as bad as automatically going to child molester, molester when you talk about Mayor McCheese. Well, he had some shady dealings. Have you ever seen Veep? I feel like it could be in there. <laughs> could feel like that. I think Mayor McCheese was the one who came up with the uh, Happy Meal just to help lure kids. Look, kids, so. it's a happy meal. Get in the box. And like ta- illegal tax breaks or something, too. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're trying to say the McDonald's characters were all uh, secret underground ring of pedophiles? Probably. <laughs> okay. Except the Hamburglar. Except, yes, because he was a good, good guy. guy. He's like Robin Hood. He's yeah. like Grimace is like Little John. Grim- Grimace was like the big giant snuffleupagus. Yes. You know, I, like I, I mean, but you know. The, the, the only clean person out of that whole era was probably the Burger King. Well, oh, no, he's so creepy. <laughs> oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's leading the thing. I mean, he would have kids grab onto his jacket and turn his ring and take them to magical places. <laughs> now, are you talking about King Candy from Candyland board game? No, I'm talking about the Burger King. <laughs> oh, he is he is scary. King Candy? King Candy. Oh, King Candy. Candyland's a creepy game. I played that recently with my kids, and that is a creepy game. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. It's better Good. than the game of life. Good news is Adam Sandler's making a movie of Candyland, so I can't wait for that. Great. And I'm not kidding. The, the little kid monster in the new Legion reminds me of the Burger King. We'll talk about Legion here soon. Oh, okay. But that, th- yeah. that thing is creepy. <laughs> A but lot of kind of like the Burger King. Yes, <laughs> in he, the same way that the Burger King's creepy. Yeah, Adolf Hitler was creepy in that. Now, not Adolf Hitler's usually creepy, anyways. But he's really creepy in Legion. He has the giant head at the end. Did you see him? That Adolf's? was the monster I was talking about. What oh, monster yeah. did you think I was talking about? You're, you're talking about the the angry little boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was talking about the giant headed thing. Yeah, and, yeah, that's that's angry about. little boy. In the hallway at the very end of Legion, there's one that looks like Hitler. It's the same one, isn't oh, it? It is the he, same one. He, he knows it's the same in the beginning? One. No, He's I always had the He always had the mustache. Oh, I missed the mustache the first ten minutes. First he had it in the book in episode two. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, I missed that. No, Sorry. you're talking about the angry little boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> the not book. a mustache. <laughs> well, it's... Shadow or something, but he's got something yeah. under his nose that he's, looks like he's a like a stain. evil anti. The whole poem that in front of that from Legion is like an evil anti Shell Silverstein, isn't it? it? It's written in the same same uh, format that Shell Silverstein would write a poem, along uh, with the uh, same graphics that go with everything, like like from where the sidewalk ends. That's kind of funny what you you say that because I read my oldest son. Uh, mm-hmm. I read him. 
10 pages of the Shel Silverstein books every night, yeah. my wife and I do, before he goes to bed. We finished uh, where a sidewalk ends. We're uh, up in the air, I think it is, up up there or something like yeah, that. Next is Just the angry book. little boy. You better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to finish these books. <laughs> no, but seriously, go back and look at where <laughs> the ends. And, and, and I just re- read him yeah. 10 pages before this. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, yeah. It's That does make sense. It That's is. That's kind of creepy. It is very creepy. Great. So I'm going... But it was, we don't want to kill our Legion feedback and stuff yet. So I guess I shouldn't have bought him that new book for his birthday. All the, the angry little boy. Go, snicker snack. <laughs> uh, well, at least he's not a child molester. Yeah. Well, oh, Jesus, I hope not. That we know yet. <laughs> I'm off the subject. Anyways. What's well, name? you went right there with McDonald's characters. We've got Ronald McDonald and the Burger King. What's Wendy? I feel like she was a victim of Dave. I think she was a victim of child trafficking. <laughs> Dave! Yeah. I always thought she was kind of hot. Yeah, you would. You would. Mm. I do like redheads, though, so I agree with you on that. Uh, also, t- good time to tell us, uh, sponsor this week is by McDonald's. Uh, just want to let you know. Uh, so that's a good time. Uh, we're loving it. We're loving it. Not their food. Not their food, but, you know, loving their sponsor. Yeah, but you didn't think the Big Mac wasn't fatty enough with all the calories. Now they got the really Big Mac. They have a second, a third one. They have three of them. Well, one's a Little Mac or whatever. A Little Mac, a Big Mac, and then the Grand Mac, I think it is. I want to try the Grand Mac. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried the Baconator from Wendy's? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) I want to, but I know it's not really good for me to eat. There's no way I can try that. I'm going to die. Uh, let's see. It, it, it's not as good as the Monster Burger from Hardee's. Oh. Remember when I made just pull over to the side of the road so we can go to Hardee's? Just to get the Monster Burger. Or Carl's Jr.'s for some of those. Uh, yeah. Oh, welcome to Fast Food Talk uh, <laughs> this week. Uh, let's see. Let's do an up-down. Up- <laughs> breaking notice. It's all bad for you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Up-down. One thing we're up on this week. One thing we're down on this week. I'm going to start. Down. Traffic. Traffic fucking sucks. I fucking hate people. I fucking hate today. It took me an hour and five minutes to get to work. Usually it takes me 25 minutes. Why? Because we had a little rain and people were fucking going 40 miles an hour. And I'm not exaggerating. On the highway, 40 fucking miles an hour. I passed six people that were three lanes. All of them were kind of like making a wall. And I passed them all. Nobody in front of them. Motherfuckers. Get so, to one lane. So what you're saying is you're you're angry at people actually slowing down and being safe. Yes. Okay. No, no. What, what and you say, passed them in the. I in passed the them in the shoulder? right lane, actually. In the shoulder. I was able to get through, and there's a little break, and I got through on those on the right hand lane. No one else. <laughs> what he's saying is slower traffic. Keep to the right. Yeah. I walked into work this morning. I looked okay. at my employee and I said. What do I always say? And he goes, you hate people in traffic and in that order. Thank you very much. (laughs) Fucking people. If you don't know how to drive in weather, don't drive. All right. Well, I'm going up on my next one I'm down on. What's that? What are you down on? I know we try not to get political on this show. Oh, great. (laughs) Oh, great. But our Supreme Overlord in Chief has fucking finally done it. What's he did? We need to start the, the <laughs> impeachment now. We like, need to start the impeachment uh, pro, pro process right now. Is he fuck up your shows tonight with his speech? No, I don't care about that. Okay. We're doing this. No, he he ordered his steak well done and ate it with ketchup. I know he should have done a one sauce. There's two two seriously things wrong with that. seriously, and I cannot have have someone who well one the fact that. A, he was eating at a Trump-owned establishment. Well, 
Did, were, fact, we, were we as taxpayers paying for it? I hope not, but probably. Yes. <laughs> but the fact that he will hire chefs that will make a well-done steak in the first place That's is wrong. beyond me. Medium that is the way wrong. to go. Medium. No, medium, medium rare. Oh, uh, God. Medium's fine. Medium, medium. rare is better, but medium is fine. But well, well done. Why are you eating steak if you're getting it well done? Just, Just order chicken or, or leather. Le- that'll work. Leather, leather. Right. Or pleather if you're going cost efficient. Pleather is uh, good. That's, or that's going the, Subway because it's a vegetarian option. Yeah. Yeah, don't go to Subway and eat chicken. Don't do that. Unless you're a vegetarian that only eats chicken. Then, then you, you go to soy. Subway yeah. because it's half soy. Right, and right. then you cut it in half and eat the soy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I always thought that was kind of weird when they made the chicken for me at Subway. Half of it looked a little different than the other half. I always knew those were fake grill marks on that chicken, man. That was bullshit. can't believe they do something like that. Uh, Jeff, what are you down on this week? What do you think I'm down on this Moving week? Moving on, we're doing that. <laughs> the Oscars. <laughs> Time out. That's the only reason he's Blake's here. not on Twitter, but my God, the amount of ridicule Jeff Scab Jeff got this week. On <laughs> La La Land? It was the greatest Twitter week ever on the Hitch- uh, Bad Ideas podcast. You can follow us. It was the greatest week ever. Citizen Kane didn't win a Best Picture Oscar either. Yeah, and that's overrated too. But they didn't tell it that it did win and then take it away from it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Jeff or Blake, what are you down on? I'll tell you what I'm down on. In this in this age of virtue signaling and social justice warrior bullshit and all this other kind of shit. Oh geez. I'll I'm tell you home. what. If the cash me outside girl gets paid big bucks to get her own goddamn reality show, then there really is no hope for this goddamn country. Could you tell me what this Cash Me Outside thing is? I've never seen this clip. Oh, my God. It's some... She's 13. Oh, God, she's 13? Yes. She's actually 16 Oh, 16, okay. But she was on Dr. Phil. She was on Dr. Phil, like, several months ago. Okay. A couple months ago. Several weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a she, deplorable child. One of these kids who have no discipline and uh, well, screaming about. I don't even season. know what she was screaming about. But dropped she was... outside, can't speak proper English. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's the whole thing. Like, cash me outside. She was, outside. She was screaming about. Oh yeah. Well, how about you cash me outside then? Then we'll see. What Talking to mean? her mother to kick her ass. It's, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Outside afterwards, yeah, I get you. I think the, she was saying, police... "Try to catch me outside, and I'll kick your ass." Oh, so meet she me says, at the flagpole, basically. Yeah, meet me at the flagpole. Okay. Pretty the, much it. The I like that. Been, catch me outside. The police have been called to her house like like fifty, sixty times in the past six, twelve months. Oh, I'm sure she's been victimized. You know all that kind of stuff. She and, got and, kicked and, off an airplane too, didn't she? Kicked yes. off an airplane for punching a, a uh, another for passenger. traveling to the next episode of Doctor Phil because they had her back because you know. You know, America can't stop watching train wrecks or elect them. Or Dr. Phil. You know, or, yeah, or Dr. Phil. You know, so <laughs> essentially, and he came back for that, and, and now she's just, she's ca- cashing me outside, is cashing in. Well. And it's it's, just, it's horrible. It's despicable. It's deplorable. And I have, you know, this is really kills, you know, my faith in humankind. But how else will society. she ever make money in her life? Sure, she'll go back. to college, get an education. Probably. <laughs> I stand corrected. You mean like in construction, Blake, right? No, she's a horrible person. Okay. Um, she is going to be, and this is honor of Mark Wagner from the Tangent Bound Network. It. She's going to do it. And when I said on the back, I was meaning in the family that we shall not name that starts yes. with K. Yes. 
Yes. That's what I'm talking about. In honor of Mark Bogner, because we're on the Tangent Bound Network, uh, he ha- he likes this segment, and we're going to do it for him. Stop making stupid people famous. Stop making she stupid people famous. She is in the Hall famous. of Fame for that. Yes. yes. And, oh, it irks me that the only reason I actually know who she is is because I didn't understand a trivia question. Or the meme? Uh, I didn't even... There was a trivia yeah, question she, about the meme, and I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Is her mm-hmm. five minutes up yet? Not even 15. Just give her five. Can we be no, done? She didn't even deserve that. And with despicable people like that, then what really saddens me, you know, saddens me is the fact that, you know, you have somebody that uh, does a podcast that essentially tries to accentuate the good things that normal people do all the time. I'm talking about Passerby Podcast. Yes. With Matt McDonough. Uh, he released his last podcast yes, he did. last week. Which I'm hoping is only a temporary break, you know, forever along much time. He had some he issues. Needs. He had some uh, personal issues, and we yeah. uh, yeah, want to send good right. karma to him. Yeah, so we want to send some good karma out for him. So, you know, my downside is that, you know, he's not doing that kind of stuff anymore. Passerby Podcast is a great show. You know, otherwise known as Stick Figures with Funny Hats. Yes. what so, I always used to call them. Best of luck to you, sir. Yeah. Um, what are you up on? Let's do some positive thing. Uh, what am I up on? I don't know. You so have pass, pass. <laughs> I'm going to do one. All right, okay. what are you up Isn't on? Is it my turn? No, I'm going to go first. Uh, you hear the guest. Be quiet. Oscars. I'm up on the Oscars, especially the best picture. It's so awesome. You were a fan of Moonlight, huh? Yeah, sure I was. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. It was great. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what time are we at for that? What's the first fuck you from uh, 21 minutes. That's great. I was hoping for 18, but uh, I'll take know, 21. I know what my up was. What's that? You know, I I made a funny comment mm-hmm. with the with the sole purpose of of basically baiting uh, Big Dev the side guy to respond. Yes, on our Facebook page at the History of Bad Ideas. And he did. He responded. Yes. And then of course, you know, I had to go to him a little bit, and we had some friendly exchange back and forth, all in good nature. Yes. You can check us out. But one of the things I was joking about was how it was a, a how it lost the electoral and all that kind of stuff. Uh, La La Land did. Did you see? Yeah, La La Land. Did you see it on Fox won News more, today? It actually won more votes. No, I, I put it up on the Facebook page under the whole ex- exchange. Fox News actually had a news story titled "Now Moonlight Actually Won the Oscars Electoral Vote." Ah! You know why? Because people listen to our show. I really do. Think. I looked at the Facebook page and said, yeah, that's an electoral vote thing. After I joked about it, losing yep. the Oscar electoral, then it's on Fox News today. The rumor is that the Supreme Overlord is actually pushing back his uh, speech tonight because he has a live feed into our studio, so he's listening to us. Oh, there's so a bug why. in here? Yes. Well, oh, come shit. on. Are you surprised? I mean, come on. Let's be real. <laughs> My question is, though, are, shouldn't the TV stations just stop interrupting their regular program for his speeches by now? You would For any presidential speech. I mean, speech. come on. The Voice is supposed to be on tonight. Oh. Uh, what's more important? His speeches do get kind of exciting. <laughs> Scab Jeff, what's your up? Yeah, there's nothing like a good stream of conscious bullshit to listen to where you're like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> but that's that's the fun of it. That's what's what's gonna be on the news for the next two days. Like you're what up. the hell was he just talking exactly. about? And and you know they, they give him all the free press. That's the sad part. <laughs> but anyways, go ahead, Scab Jeff. Um I just found out that Black Sales is on Hulu, so I've been watching that. Oh, I'm, I'm Blake enjoying likes it. that. 
I am. I have been watching that since season one. This is the last season where we're at right now, and we're almost done. I don't remember Treasure Island at all. It's a prequel to Treasure Island, right? <laughs> Essentially, a little bit prequel to Treasure Island. There are characters from uh, nonfiction and fiction that they've actually thrown together into this. Is it connected series, to Cutthroat sales. Island? Cutthroat no. Island with Gina Davis. <laughs> well, no, the captain is the same Island. captain from from uh, Treasure Island, right? So you could yeah. say Captain O, my captain. Smollett. It was Flint, Captain Flint. Oh. Oh, Captain Mike. But if it was Smollett, I just read that on IMDb, oh. so I'm not sure what I'm talking. I don't remember no, no, Treasure there, Island. There's Teach, which is actually the uh, name, the real name of Blackbeard. You know, for example. So, if I remember correctly, I'm sure Big Dev, the side guy, will correct, correct us. Yeah. You know, but um, I, you know, there's actually fictional and non-fictional uh, pirate characters that are in the series, which actually kind of makes it kind of fun. Is that the case with uh, Treasure Island? Like. It was Blackbeard. Tre- and... Treasure Island was a uh, is a work of nonfiction from well, a Swiss Family Guy. <laughs> well, I know that it's a work yeah. of fiction, but do they mention real people? And he had this you know, Peter yes. Pan thing. I don't know. Was, no. uh-huh. uh, it's so been so long since I've read Treasure. I Island. read Treasure Planet. That was a good book. It's the same thing. Good book. Good book. <laughs> Terrible movie. I stayed uh, at Treasure Island in Vegas. Does that count? Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Jeff, what are you up on? I was very much enjoyed. Uh, Will Wheaton apparently was uh, uh, Twitter trolling. Yes. Uh, non-political this time. Uh-huh. So when he put out a tweet where something like... Uh, something about Hobie? Something about, no, it wasn't about Hobie, though. <laughs> he did that before. Okay. It was something about... Uh, something about uh, uh, it was on Duke where Phil Collins' presence became more apparent. I think Invisible Touch was the group's undisputed masterpiece. Genesis? It's masterpiece. an epic meditation on intangibility. And he tweeted that out. And there were three types of responses to that. <laughs> Fuck you. There was one that everyone was like, I agree, I love that album. Oh, Phil Collins is great, blah, blah, blah. There were the, what are you talking about? Genesis died when Peter Gabriel left responses. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And then there were the true responses that said, I love American Psycho, that's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> so only about a third of the people got, got the it. tweet. So that. <laughs> That's your up? It, that was my up. It made me laugh for, okay. for probably about an hour. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, we're on the Tangibound Network. We're on WeBeGeeksPC.com, and along with a lot of great other podcasts. We're on Nerdly.co.uk for ya British fr- uh, folks. For ya wankers out there. Good day, chaps. Oh, bigger. Bloody hell. Are you cheeky monkey? Yeah, you are. And uh, well, we can't say the Queen C word. That's right. We're on uh, Geek Life Radio, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, geekliferadio.com every Friday. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, if you like our show, or even if you don't, please go give us a five star review on iTunes. That helps us out. And we're on Facebook at The History of Bad Ideas, Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast, on Tumblr at Bowling Ball, Hobie. Something. Something. No, it's, it's, I think we haven't figured Tumblr out yet, still. And, uh, on Tumblr, type in History of Bad Ideas, and hopefully it'll take you yeah. to our Tumblr page. XXX. What's uh, our email? What's our email? Uh, uh, HobiePod at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, we only check it twice a year. Yes. And then third time. <laughs> oh, I already got the yearly uh, quota then. Do it again. <laughs> uh, I, saw the, I saw Mascots on Netflix, the Christopher Guest fil- uh, do- oh, yeah? documentary. I finally watched oh. it. And? The first half was okay. 
The second half, once they start getting to the, the show in that, was very funny. It's about a mascot's world championship, and it's in the Christopher Guest, you know, best in show type. Was yeah. it as good as best in show? No, 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 no. Best in show, I think, Great. might still be his best one. Documentary. Yeah. This is Spinal Tap is up there, too. Don't get me wrong. But, but he didn't wasn't Christopher that. Guest. No, he no, was but, in it, though. Was he? Uh, yeah. Um, wasn't he? Yeah, he was one of the yeah, he was all guys. Yeah, he was included. But, what? no, yeah, I think. I thought he was. <laughs> now I'm getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyways, uh, no, it was for Netflix. It's free. Go check if you have Netflix. I mean, it's included, obviously. Uh, go check it out. It's a fun one. Uh, it gets better. Parker Posey's character and her sister actually were the most annoying people in it, and I like Parker Posey. Characters were god awful. Uh, it was cringeworthy for that part. I also uh, after that I watched a documentary about Ashley Madison. Uh, the website for <laughs> affairs it was on Netflix. It's 45 minutes. It was about the leak uh, or the uh, hack oh, and the all hack the names coming all out. The names came out. Yes. Credit cards. And uh, how they were basically Ashley Madison's parent company was involved in all these other websites like Cougar Life, uh, MILF, uh, Sugar Daddy, all these other websites. You know we're on the air, right? Yes. Okay. Why? Well, is your wife gonna listen to this? Oh, she was she was uh, on she the was couch watching, watching him. him. <laughs> She's in bed next to him watching. So that's a Christopher Guest. It does. Is Nigel Tufnell? Look at okay. you, good. Okay. Uh, actually, you, you had me confused that it wasn't him, and I'm like, I thought it was. I'm not sure I knew what Christopher Guest actually looked like. Compared <laughs> to Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yeah. So, so I would not you be then Jamie Lee Guest. Anyways, uh, I would not recommend watching Ashley Madison documentary. It wasn't really well done, but it's just kind of interesting. It boggles my mind how many. Was there people... any nudity? I was just no. about to oh, ask yeah, there that. Was, actually, there was a little bit. Uh, the funny thing is, though, they they talked to this guy and he's like, you know, I'm divorced. Uh, at the time, I didn't have time to do these dates, and he's like, you know what? You know what it is. I going just wanted into to hook up. Yeah, he's because like, I was too old for Tinder. He's like, I was newly divorced. <laughs> I didn't have time. I was working a lot. Uh, I had, you know, partial custody of my child, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, I went on this. He's like, in the two years I was there, I think I talked to 200 uh, people, in quotes. 200 profiles? Yes. And he's like, only, I think one of them was real. I actually got to talk to in person because most of them were bots that were just talking. <laughs> so, but it was just kind of interesting. Just so. a lot of clickbait. Yes. So it's just something new. Uh, anything else? Curse of Oak Island. Did you watch that, Jeff? Blake, whatever your name is. Yeah, Curse <laughs> of Oak Island. Finally, how's it? Two-hour finale episode in which they found the treasure. They didn't find shit. Was oh. that a series finale? Yes. Oh, no, for the season. Oh, okay. Well, of course you gotta come back now. They found a lot of wood. Oh, oh, was Remy a Lacroix lot of there? Wood. Uh, I found your wood. No, no, no booty. <laughs> But they did find a button. Like a button and press? Or like a button said, I like Ike. <laughs> and they did find some uh, brackets and stuff. The, the thing is, is there, is that I've been watching this now, the fucking show for five years, right? <laughs> or how many years? Since the beginning. I mean, it is really interesting. There has been stuff that's been done on the island that has been forgotten about or not documented. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... About 100 plus years ago, people started getting interested, saying, hey, there's something here. Especially screenwriters. You know, you know. so they've been pursuing what they believe to be this treasure. And the problem is, is how to get to it and how to get it out. And they've got all these great uh, theories that are, some of them are actually kind of legit. A number of them are just like oddball stuff. But the thing is, somebody's been there and they've done something weird because 
their 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 final dig hole went down 150 feet, and that's where they found this button, you know, a British military button, mm -hmm. in where this wood is. So somebody in the past several hundred years has been on the island and they've dug really really deep, and of course you know just what to hide it the is, button, just to hide the button. That's right. <laughs> But no, but seriously, so it is really cool. I mean, there's a lot of stuff about it. I mean, even as it turns out, you know, F FDR, you know, Delano, you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt mm -hmm. had been there a couple times on, on on as a company. And he dug deep. Exploratory company looking for treasure. Yeah, exactly, because there's so many things that point to treasure and lore that's there. Did they find his wheelchair? Except for the fact Is it wheelchair that it has, accessible? I was just going to no. say, did they find his wheelchair tracks? <laughs> this, is before he had, this is before he had his polio sticks. No. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Good job. So they had as I can wheel our past title in. <laughs> yeah. You know. Are you sure it wasn't the other Roosevelt, the one that did all Teddy. the adventuring and and things um, like that? No Rough Riders. No. no. <laughs> That's the name of Remy Lacroix's new video. Yeah. Rough Riders. <sighs> Good callback. Thank you. <laughs> I'll keep doing it throughout the entire episode now. Yeah. You see that horse? I beat it. <laughs> that turned into glue. I use the glue for a school project. And, and then I go beat back. That. And then I beat that. <laughs> uh, Twitter poll of the week. What is your favorite Bill Paxton film? Now, wait, I, I thought we were doing Bill Pullman this week. No, it's Bill Paxton. Oh. Oh, shit. That's right. No, I'm kidding. That's why the Serpent in the Rainbow isn't on here. Oh, <laughs> uh, my Spaceballs is not my number one anymore. Uh, <laughs> quick thing, we're on Twitter right now, and uh, we live tweet during the show, and Matthew McDonald had, from Passerby Podcast just said to Jeff, to Scab Jeff, poor Jeff, because he feels bad for you about the ridicule you're going to get this week. Uh, Twitter poll of the week, what's your favorite Bill Paxton film? Uh, we Bill have Pullman. No, not Bill Pullman. Yeah, you've seen the, you know, you know, Jeff, your your brother put that thing up about the, yeah, you know, Bill Paxton passed away. He's a picture of Bill, Bill Pullman, Pullman. <laughs> which I do get them mixed up. Uh, let's see. Well, the funny part was somebody said that's not right. Yes, your brother trolled somebody. <laughs> My brother trolled somebody, and she ran with it and ran with it. Yes, she's like, but but that's Bill Pullman, you're not Bill Paxton. He's like, huh? <laughs> like, but no, see, this is a picture. That's Bill Paxton on the right. He's like, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, and you just kept arguing. The films were Aliens, Tombstone, Weird Science, and Twister. Uh, the Chubby Checker movie. So, let's see. Chubby Checker and the Fat In last boys place, with 4% of the vote. The hey, twist. quiet. Oh, what? 4% of the vote, Weird Science. Kind of surprised. Wow. I feel like the people on the Twitters on the tweeters don't remember that movie. People on the tweeters are too young to yep. know the greatness of weird science. Third place, 20... Boingo Boingo doing the soundtrack. Third place, <laughs> Tombstone with 23%. Very upset by that. In first place, winning 41 to 32%. Over second place, Twister beat Aliens as his favorite film. Their favorite <laughs> film. That's uh, probably the only movie I never saw. <laughs> I've been let down by the people. I did not expect people to vote for Twits, Twister. Let alone 41% of them. I, I don't know. And we had a high turnout for this poll, and I was not very happy with this. So, come well, on, Twitter, do better. Out of those movies, Bill Paxton is probably in Twister the most out of them. Yeah. He's, like, kinda, it, he's got a side, side roles in the other ones. But... Here's the thing. That's why I voted for Twister in the poll. Yeah, see, now, see, that's that's why when we get to our top five, which is about Bill Pullman, 
I mean, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. <laughs> and, you know, they said best movies when it should have been best roles. Well, here's the thing. Oh, that would have been completely different it list would, for it, me. So I said, fuck it, I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> We're going to pull a La La Land. So I got and say, my fuck best. It. Aliens right. won the poll. Aliens yeah. won the poll. Congratulations, aliens. <sighs> We're can, can we let Tombstone win? Oh, yeah, we're going Tombstone. I like Tombstone better. There you go. Anyways, let's Aliens get Aliens is a better film Actually, we just won up the Oscars. We just changed our winner twice. Yeah! <laughs> That's that weird science you win. No, no, let's not go crazy. Uh, let's get to the Oscars. Why Scab Jeff, film critic, is here. Scab. I am proud to say I didn't watch one fucking minute of that show. <laughs> you did kind of miss out. <laughs> if you had to watch one one best picture uh, presentation. Last 15 minutes, that's the only thing worthwhile. I put it up on our Facebook page. So, here we go. Scab Jeff, your favorite film ever was Bye Bye, 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 bye Love, uh, was La La Land. It, La. Still, it still is. You're right over there where you're building, where you're crying. I'm trying not to be too much noise on the mic while okay, I throw my garbage away. Eating, Blake. Throwing away his subway. And I and I did say that it definitely had the best production design. Yes. Well, Cinematography and director of all time. Warren Beatty, looking really rough, uh, gave the car to Faye Dunaway, and she quoted, she stated, La La Land won. Unfortunately, it she was... She paused first, and yes. then she's like... Well, he paused, it. he read it, and looked, and looked around, and we're like, is he having a stroke? And then he, <laughs> like, looks again, looks behind him, then hands it to Faye Dunaway. So, La La Land did not win. After the guy was doing a 50%, it was 50% 50 through his acceptance speech. Well, they were on the third guy. Yes. The third producer <laughs> was said, talking. Who no, said, and none of this matters because we didn't really win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Moonlight won. Uh, I will say the producers of La La Land did a great job. Uh, very cordial and very respectful. They were cordial, apparently. but I thought he should have said, hold on, we didn't win. Let's calm down so they can read the real winner instead of just I think he did the best people. he could. I have no issue with that. But yeah, it's I. So he, he probably saw Moonlight and saw how poorly filmed it was. You know, <laughs> poorly. Uh, it was well written. It was well acted, but it was like it was worse than Cloverfield or Blair Witch with oh, camera movement. Oh. Okay, so uh, you know this, this Oscar is making up for the Oscar so white last year. They did. They you did. Know, that's that's the whole. Right. Yes, because Emma Stone is so not white or Asian for that matter. Because <laughs> remember when she caught all that heat for playing yeah. the Asian character in uh, the Hawaii movie with Bradley Cooper, yeah, whatever the hell that was. It was. It was a gay. African American drug dealer movie. <laughs> Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. Was there an immigrant in it? Uh, there because was then we hit that. all the hot topics. <laughs> but uh, but it was all that, and it was good. It was very well written. Mm -hmm. But I had seen uh, just recently uh, Menace to Society, and it's mm -hmm. a better film with the same theme, except for the the homosexual thing. But mm -hmm. for the rest of it, it has the same themes, and it wasn't up for any Oscars. I'm just and happy he caught a mouth one. And La La Land was so good. And it's you know what, so though? ridiculous that that didn't win Best Picture. It was only the second best <laughs> film of the year. Uh, so, uh, here's the best part. We don't even know that. Oh, we, <laughs> no, we don't know that it yeah, was second in the... <laughs> it could have been the ninth best. So three years ago, you came on our show when we were babies. 
Um, and you got about 28% right on the Oscars. I think I'm close to 50% on this year. All your picks, yeah. My last guess is forty-eight percent. Last year you were eighty to eighty-five percent right. It was a hot year for you. Yes, yes. This in year, my defense, I also was sure that Hillary would win. <laughs> <laughs> so her this is not my did, year. Her documentary did uh, for the Razzie. Okay. Oh, I'm about to say OJ won the documentary. Yeah. So you, this year, your poll, your your listing. We looked at you and the Dip Man for film criticism. Next year, I think the Dip Man's going to compete with you. He doesn't see as many movies as you, but he's going to compete with you next year for the Oscars. Here we go. Actually, you know who would be even funnier? Nick Carmasino, since he doesn't the go to any movies. The Gimp would be good. That's true. <laughs> we might go with the Gimp next year. Or maybe, maybe get uh, Neil. Get Neil's opinion. Neil from Dark yeah, Angels. You know, do we, can get, do we can have, like, Nick would be actually, like, the office secretary who's in the uh, NCAA March Madness poll. Yes. Ah, who has okay. no idea about college basketball, but fills bracket sheets out anyways. And Neil would, comes in third. Neil yes. would pick everything in Star Wars uh, to <laughs> win. So, this year, though, drum roll. Come on, over 50%. You hit 12 out of 24. 50% exactly. Flat <laughs> 50. Uh, you struggled in the small, the, the uh, lower categories. I, I don't believe what won the, the you lost live best action actor. short. You lost best actor. You got... Uh, but, but that was what won me all the money. I mean, all the... The props at our, <laughs> our Oscar party. Now you guessed the Suicide Squad for makeup, didn't you? I did. Yeah, but not, but, not, but not for the money. But not for pick? the props. You know what you didn't pick, though? You were incorrect on sound editing. You know what did win? <laughs> Arrival. That is now Oscar winner. Oscar winning oh, Arrival. Arrival. I, I'll, I'll give it the sound. Yeah, that movie sounded great. <laughs> and, uh, and at that point during the night arrival, it won more more Oscars yes. than La La Land had. At it. one point, Suicide Squad had more Oscars than La La Land. <laughs> Suicide Squad still has as many Oscars as Leonardo DiCaprio. That's true. And Three Six <laughs> Mafia. And <laughs> Eminem. Yeah, you gotta lose yourself. But more than Brittany Murphy. Aww. Oh, and, and Tara Reid. Tara Reid was really upset at the party. Well, uh, you know. Because she uh, liked La La Land as well. Yeah. Tara Reid just gave me dirty looks at the party all night long. Is it And really I tried not? to say, it's Jason, not me. Do her eyes go opposite ways like her breasts do? Uh, no, because oh, okay. Okay. well, I don't know because neither of her eyes would look me. Do you think if she me. gets kicked by a mule, her breasts will go back? Do you think it would be like cross eyes? You know, you get kicked by mold, they go back. Yeah, yeah, because that actually works for cross eyes, too. Christmas vacation taught me everything. She was all ready to come on the show, too. Oh, she can come on. Never mind. Anyways, uh, the show has reached a new low. Yes. That's a new low? That's a low? Have you heard the words? (laughs) Not Mayor McCheese being a child molester. Uh, uh, He's Republican, probably, so yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Down the hall, Soapbox, a.k.a. Stumpy, on the Canadian Podcast Network. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Yeah, it's just kind of funny because you uh, guessed La La Land for a lot. They did win a lot. Not Best Picture, though. That was not the big one they won. No. Uh, did anyone else see Denzel when he lost the Academy Award? He did not look happy. Did you notice that? I did not. What, Chris, Fences? He, yeah, he lost for Fences to Casey Affleck. And Casey, who looks like a hobo, he was yeah. like, oh, you know, everything I learned about acting, you know, growing up was from you, Denzel. And he pointed to him like, you know, thank you. And Denzel looked like, seriously, he was going to beat him. He looked like he was on Man on Fire, the t- movie. Well, that's because... 
Denzel doesn't like uh, Casey Affleck because he's like a uh, uh, what do you White sexist. Beard, uh, well, Casey yeah, Affleck allegedly has some issues. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. There's some lawsuits out there. And I and I and I do like Casey Affleck as an actor. As, as an, an actor. actor, yes, that's all I know him for. <laughs> I only like him as Ben's. Younger brother. He's like the Ray Rice of <laughs> acting. Anyways, but he was uh, great in Good I just Will Hunting. It was a coincidence that he had the same last <laughs> night as Ben. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> real quick, we'll wrap up this Oscars here because it's great that Jeff got a scab. Jeff got a mean fifty percent. Um, let's more see. than he thought he was getting. Uh, costume design lost to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That almost cost him the the prize at the the, the recognition. Party. The recognition. Uh, let's see here. Zootopia won for animated feature. Everyone at the I party that. picked that. Should have been Moana. Uh, let's see. No, it should have been the Red Turtle. Uh, let's see. You picked the Salesman as a foreign language Stupid film. Stupid Salesman. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Jeff did not. I did very poorly. And I told him <laughs> there's a bunch that aren't Middle Eastern and one that is Middle no, you Eastern. You told me there were four Middle Eastern ones. No, I said you should pick the one that's the Middle Eastern one. And I read <laughs> you their country of origin. Of the president. And you picked the Danish one. So <laughs> if the Supreme Overlord was picking, the German film would have won. Yeah. Uh, probably. Okay. I picked the one that was actually nominated for another award, thinking, well, People nominated it for a different for something else. It's got to be good. Could you explain to me how the documentary feature OJ Made in America won? That was not in theaters, correct? It was, it was on ESPN. It, it had to have been in theaters at some point. It was phenomenal. It's on Hulu. It's it's, it's on Netflix. So yeah. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. I I didn't know, but Did it, it is phenomenal. I lived through it. Well, yeah, I know. I On TV, <laughs> for fuck's sake. It was very well done. It's one of the best documentaries I've seen. We haven't started. We were thinking about All right, starting. so after seeing the documentary, Scab Jeff, is OJ guilty or <clears throat> innocent? Your thought. It doesn't really focus on that, but they no, seem it just to focuses on the race issues and the things at the time. They they seem to lean towards he was probably guilty. Oh, he is guilty. You know, and the only reason that the jury let him off is because they couldn't understand the science behind DNA. Well, but still, anyways, go no, on. no, uh, he was probably guilty, but that still didn't mean they weren't making and planting evidence. There are some issues. There was issues all you, around. You, you, you can't, you can't convince me that there wasn't planted evidence. Allegedly. No, not sure. even allegedly. <laughs> but how is his DNA there? That's all I want to know. The blood. His blood. It was his blood. He, he was walking by the house and got sick and threw up and... Now he cut his own finger. Yeah, when he went oh, to it was Furman. Yeah. It was all Furman. Yeah. yeah, his blood was there because they planted it there. Oh yeah, they planted his blood there. If making a murderer <laughs> has taught me anything, is there's never any conspiracy. <laughs> Blame it on the mentally. <laughs> his blood is right next person. to the keys, next to the bedstand. <laughs> they did. Why did they let Cato off? <laughs> they, they did. Blame How did they let Cato Kalen out? Cato should have been charged. He was mentally challenged. One he was hardly in it. He was maybe. Mentioned once, just in, like life. In a seven and a half hour like documentary. Cato should have been in it for half of it. <laughs> maybe He's mentioned the star. Once. Let's get some listener feedback. <laughs> yeah, all right. So you're gonna make me do listener feedback? Okay, that's fine. This I'll do it if you want me to. Segment. <laughs> Go ahead. Start it off. All right. Listener feedback from Doug, number one fan. Can't give yourself a nickname. Like <laughs> what do you think of the Nintendo Switch video game lineup? 
Nintendo Switch comes out Friday. All right. Except for the one guy who already got it. Oh, there was a guy that got it? Oh, yeah. Like, somebody accidentally, he pre-ordered it, and it accidentally got mailed to him. That's so awesome. So he got a Nintendo Switch, but there's no games to play for it. Nah, that's he, even better. He, he, can, he can go through the menus is all he can do. And he can probably update it. So that's good. He's ready to play come Monday, uh, yeah, Friday. Yeah, he'll be ready to play, yeah. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm not buying it. Uh, I barely have time for the PlayStation right now. Do they have any of the... Outside like, of I was looking Zelda, at, what do they, they have? Zelda? They, they don't have Mario or Mario Kart, do Not they? yet. Mario Kart's coming. Um, Sometime. I, yes. Just Dance is out there. Just Dance. Which is not a good thing. Like, that's... Uh, you know that's but, your, but, your but big dance, premiere. yeah. Yeah, I, the, I I win just dance. There is a um sh- game like uh, We Play that's kind of out, but it's the Switch version of we it. Play what's We Play? We Sports. We Sports. sports that about. type we of thing. Sports. We Sports okay. sucks, by the way. Um, <laughs> just you have, like running around with little digital athletes with giant peanut heads. No, it was bowling. It was, it was all bowling. About the it was bowling, all and bowling. Tennis. I thought you said peanut heads. I thought you were going with penis for a second there. I was a little worried about that. Yes. Jason likes to go with the penis and doesn't like when you get in the way. No, that was the uh, wee porn. <laughs> uh, Blaster Master Zero launches on March 9th. Uh, it's a 1988 and and yeah, new, sorry. So I'm suffering a stroke here. Original Nintendo game from 1988. They remastered it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, March 9th. So it's not even launching the same time the system is. Uh, correct. Uh, let's see here. Was that was that the game that Eugene was playing on The Walking Dead this week? No, he no, was playing Yours Revenge. Revenge. Your, that's Atari, not that's Nintendo. Atari. <laughs> that was the only good thing about that episode. That was a rough episode. Uh, no, it makes sense though. I, I kind of like it, but we can talk about it later. Yeah, Bomberman is out there. Uh, just or Super Bomberman and Skylanders. There's new Skylanders. Uh, let's see here. Coming up, uh, let's see. Splatoon Two will be coming out this year. Uh, let's see. There is a new version of Mario Kart coming out later this year. There's not many outside of oh, Zelda. There's wow. Uh, April is Mario Kart. April is so, Mario Kart. So there's not many. So they don't even have. Ten games lined up yet? Uh, I think Minecraft. I saw was there was a Switch version of Minecraft. Not yet. Uh, okay, the, here we the, go. The only thing they can focus their games on are new eight-year-olds that were too young to play the original Mario Kart and Wii Sports. The thing is, though, like I like the Nintendo brand. I like it. It's fun. But after a while, you're just buying the systems for the updated versions of Mario Kart and that. It's like, well, exactly let's do some it, yeah. new... Splatoon was great because it was a brand new game. But, like, you got to get some third-party developers, and supposedly they are. I Rogue like, Squadron was man, great for the GameCube. You know, you, you know what the last good Nintendo game was? Tecmo Super Bowl 2. That was Nintendo. Was that... Oh, that was, I guess... Uh, the regular NES. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's saying they haven't had any good innovation <laughs> since... Uh, Ikaruga was a great game. <laughs> I, uh, how many times can you do Mario Rogue Brothers? Squad, I Rogue I, Squadron was a great game. I like the idea of the Switch that you can take it with you. It's kind of fun like that. So 007, Goldeneye. Com- so completely uh, antisocial in your life? Have you so met you me? So you have to not fucking interact with anybody? I don't want to talk to anybody. You're right. That was you play the game on your TV, yeah. play the game on your phone, play the game on your computer, play the game at school. It's going to be interesting to see how it sells. I'm, I'm intrigued by that. I, I don't think we're going to get one, but... Uh, I... Don't I don't think Nintendo understands what people want with their portability. They they've already got their phone. Well, their 3DS is is one of their top is their best seller, and it's they a lot of people will buy the 3DS even with phones and that. Uh, but I don't think you're going to you're you're not going connected. I don't think you're going to yeah. be able to. Even if it's portable, it's still 
kind of big for a portable it is. thing. It is. Okay, so there you go, Doug. We actually answered it. All right, and Doug also goes on to say, Jeff couldn't win a floppy. Scab Jeff. And La La Land lost best picture. Is Scab Jeff the kiss of death? I'm thinking that La La Land was just too early for its time. Uh-huh. And in another five years, people will realize that this is the best movie ever made, and it will mm-hmm. go down in history as, <laughs> as this. Like... Like, you won't remember what was nominated for Best Picture for the last 20 years, except for La La Land. I feel like it's going to go down the crash route. Like, why was this nominated? Yes. Yeah, well, my question is... a lot of the Oscar nominated you know what? winners. Did you hear a lot 10, about 10, the 10, 15, artist? 20 years that go down the line, everybody looks back and go, that movie actually sucked. Why did it win? Why did the artist win? Exactly. Fuck that, that too. But this wasn't terrible. This was wonderful. I beg to differ. You, I saw you the previews. You didn't see it. I saw the previews. That's you didn't enough. See it. I saw the pre- and I saw some video. I saw at the, the pictures Oscars. on IMDb. That was enough for yeah, me. Thank you. So, now, so, so my, my question is: Will this go down as uh, La La Land will be more famous for not winning it because of the whole thing? Yes. Then Moonlight will be Dude, the one that Moonlight won. Moonlight will never be remembered, but La La Land will. Like like a Jean Vandeveld. Dying Correct. at the uh, golf thing where no one remembers who actually won, but they remember Vandeveld completely melted down. Yeah. Vandelay? Well, yes. Art Moonlight Vandelay. is really groundbreaking in a lot of ways. It's the first but LGBT will it be remembered? movie that won. It's the first movie without any white actors at all who's thought, ever won. Wait a minute. Back Mountain, wasn't that first? That didn't, didn't win. win. It should have won no. that year. Oh. oh, no, Tootsie didn't win either. Never mind. Um, Tootsie did it? You mean the Rocky Horror Show didn't win an Oscar? She won. I'm sorry, Jessica Lange won. And that wasn't LGBT. T, he dressed up as a woman and lived as a woman. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire won. There you go. (laughs) But not as a sexuality type of thing. Oh, I thought Mrs. Doubtfire was very sexy. (laughs) She was there. She was grooming. She was bidding on. Oh, man, she was twerking. Oh, my God. There was a gay guy in the world, according to Garp. So and got, somebody lost their penis. But again, movie. it didn't win Best Picture. <laughs> and I don't think that's true. What about the, the gay guy in Casablanca, though? I think Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. won Best Picture. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. <laughs> won't be right until I'm proven wrong. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire did not win Best Picture. Sorry, I won a Golden Globe, sorry. Uh, for, probably could have. For drama. <laughs> drama. Well, it wasn't funny, so it wouldn't have been for comedy. There you go. <laughs> uh, Jeff, keep going. What do we got? Oh. Next, we've got Chris from uh, 365 Flicks. Good day, mate. 366 you... this year. No, oh, no, wait. 364. New year. Yeah. It's 364. We don't lose a day Five. this year. Okay. <laughs> Do you know how math works? <laughs> you no, know, for a year I kept saying 366 Flicks. Yeah. You know, it's hard to break old habits. <laughs> uh, don't they take a day off this year? Maybe. 364. There you go. Do you think Goldberg, in parentheses, Oldberg, wins the universal title on Sunday? And are you going to organize the riots if he does? He beat Kevin Owens at Fastlane this week. It's going to be awful. It's a horrible idea to put it on a part-timer. He then loses it to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Another part-timer. Yes. And the only way that could work, first off, Goldberg shouldn't win it. Kevin Owens should keep it and face Jericho. Uh, Jericho should win it at WrestleMania. But, ooh, Owens v. Jericho? That be. would be cool. Owens turned on him last week. Oh, did he? Yeah. 
Oh, well, then it wouldn't be cool. Out. It would be cool if they fought each other as friends. My issue is that... Uh, they probably will, because you guys know this is all staged, right? Do you this know Game of fake. Thrones is staged? This is fake. Do you know Game of Thrones is staged? Game of Thrones is fiction. Do you know Curse of Oak Island is staged? That's non-fiction. <laughs> oh, look, we found a button. Okay. <laughs> what? Get your story straight. It's from TJ Maxx, the button. Okay, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> oh, okay, moving on. But yeah, he should not win it, but they're going to give it to him, which is ridiculous. So are you going to start the riots then? Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah, this Sunday, careful. Jason is rioting. No, no, no. Don't do it in Arizona. I was Because they passed a law where they can be arrested. They'll take your property if you've been destroying public property, which makes sense. I like that. I don't mind that. Just don't destroy public property. Just, yeah, just, just protest. Can I, can just I protest. destroy yeah. other people's private property? No. Without them taking mine? Yeah, like if the British came with their tea? Oh, I'm yeah. wondering about that. Could throw that into the harbor? The 365 oh. Flix guys are coming in September. I mean, if I bust they better be bring some tea. a uh, bring Starbucks window, and some that's not public property. That's... Yeah, we're not standing for that. No taxation without representation. That's right. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, uh, moving on. Uh, Chad from Envy Studios at Chad Envy. Do we figure out if he's from Nevada? Uh, he's Canadian. Nova New, Scotia? New Victoria? Yeah, I'm going with all this. New Victoria. Is anyone else getting bored of The Walking Dead or just desensitized? Blake? Uh, what drew me to The Walking Dead was the fact that Rick woke up. Zombies? <laughs> zombies? Well, zombies. Well, you, didn't know, you, you didn't know why or how. It's just like one of those cool things where you wake up and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, you mean like they did in 28 Days Later, a decade beforehand? Yeah. Okay, thank you. You know, so a I, I thought that was, was it that cool. Was it that old? I'm guessing. Mid-90s? It starts off. Yeah, it is It is kind of in a denouement. It's in, it's in a refractory period right now. Do you really think about it? They had the big orgasm at the, in <sighs> episode one, you know, with Negan. That everybody bitched about that was too was, violent. Was too violent that they whacked one and whacked two. Now everybody's upset that they're not getting whacked anymore. Yeah, Probably. it it jumped the shark as soon as the trough zombies scene talked. And, oh wait, uh, the trough scene and what's it? Terminus. Uh, Terminus. Yeah, that's where it jumped the shark. <clears throat> uh, I thought I thought the Eugene episode could have been condensed to twenty five minutes and be done with it. I do like that he could be a bad guy. I like seeing somebody actually turn and not just playing around with it. Make him actually be a fucking savior. I like that. Yeah. I like him having some confidence with it. Wait, but if he's he a savior, he can't be a bad guy. I'm he is confused. going to go back as soon as as soon as he's he's just. But uh, how cool would it be if he's, he's like, just a pussy? But I like him. If you you're equating, so Negan, you're saying you like pussy, <laughs> pussy galah. Uh, like Negan, if he's the, I'm just using it's like if he's the Nazi, you know, if he's Hitler. Eugene could be like the Dr. Death guy. Why are you bringing this Trump shit in? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Oh. For, <laughs> he could be the, doc, the mad scientist on the bad guys. I like it. I, I mean, like that part. Joseph Mengele? Yeah. Well, you know what? It actually fits his character because his character is a survivor and he did lie. And he just evolved originally in, in, in order to you know, stay yeah, with, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, what's yeah. his name? Mutton Chop, dude. Yeah. Abraham. Abraham and yeah. his crew. You know, with the whole human genome thing, and he starts pulling that off again, and then... I'll be honest, I didn't care about Dwight's story. I would have much rather watch Yars' Revenge for 25 more minutes. Dwight's a cold-hearted <laughs> yeah, he prick, is. ain't he? Turned on the doctor, and that was a fun scene with the Negan. Yeah. Threw the doctor into the fire pit. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Should we have said something about spoilers? Oh, spoilers. Spoilers! <laughs> 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 Only two days ago. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. 
when the and show the Oscars com- were on at the same time. Yeah, it was. Well, oh, we didn't yell spoiler alert for the Oscars though. Yeah, people might not have heard. You went to our Facebook that. page. You have found it everything. <laughs> but yeah, I, I expect it to start picking up momentum because they, they so. got to do the big Negan battle, right? I think this. I think the final episode this year is going to be them all getting ready to attack his thing, and then it's going yeah. to go to the black, and then it won't pick up yeah. until next year. Did you, did you see the uh, the memes with the the leader of the dark dark character with her her her? Uh, oh, the I, trash people. Yeah, the trash yeah. people. You know, with her bangs. Yeah. You know, they replace the face with what's the name from Dumb and Dumber. Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I like it. That was pretty funny. I like that. Well, Walking Dead would be redeemed for me if Rick and everybody attacks the Saviors, and the Saviors win and kills everybody off but Eugene. I think that would be hilarious, and I would I, be for I, that. I would be totally still, for that. It would completely redeem the series. And I would have no issue killing... Negan becomes the main guy, and then um, new people come up from the, the Saviors, and maybe they overthrow Negan, but it doesn't matter anymore because it's back to being good. Uh, Negan is kind of becoming the lead role in the comic books, and he's be, he's redeeming himself in the comic books. So, also, it's the story of how Hitler redeemed himself. He's no, still an it's the story of Jamie Lannister. Who was that? Oh, yeah. But that that's actually an interesting story. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Anyways, uh, let's go. Keep going. Uh, we are now corrections, starting with Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. And he asks, or I'm sorry, tells us. Kubo is stop motion. Makes perfect sense to be up for visual effects. We're talking about Kubo the show last week. Kubo and the Two Strings, yes. the movie up for visual effects. That's that's ridiculous. That's like saying that Star Wars Re- <laughs> Star Wars Rebels has the best visual effects because they have star destroyers blowing up and then people do it. I don't think that was stop, a good, good how, how is How is stop motion make visual effects any... Well, it's not like CGI. It's actually like they're actually moving. I don't know. The problem <laughs> is when you're So watching, it's like actual, since it's actual film and not drawn on a piece of paper yeah. and taking a picture of an actual got, film yeah, of the I, cell. The problem whatever. is with stop motion, if, you, if you're watching stop motion and you start blinking really fast, you can see the stop motion. <laughs> if you blink as fast as the uh, projector goes, as the frame rate. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I got bored with my explanation halfway through it, so I gave up. <laughs> I, I, if you I, start blinking at twenty-four frames a second, yeah, I'll, just, I'll be honest. I'm blinking right now, really fast. It looks like Jeff uh, Scab Jeff is in uh, stop motion. I don't understand how stop motion is any different than animation, and how that has any any business being anywhere near the visual effects world. It's not different than anime. Could be because Dev said so. Come on, Dev. <laughs> Good man. Let's uh, go. <laughs> I disagree with with Dev. Go ahead, Jeff. respectfully. <laughs> what we do anything respectfully on this show? I, I just re- respectively disagreed. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't bring up the electoral college, okay? <laughs> All right. Listener TV series review of Legion. Oh, every week we have listeners send in their reviews of Legion and Riverdale. So send them on in at Bad Ideas Podcast or anything you want. Actually, yeah, review any review. For us. Yeah. Uh, Des Hassing, while I am enjoying Legion, I am no less confused after Episode 3 than I was when I started Episode 3. I will concur with that. 
I feel like episode three and episode two were pretty much the same show. I, same episode. I, I don't know. They advanced the plot. Yeah, they're advancing the plot, I, I and, felt... it, and it's still a slow reveal. You're learning. You're learning, for example, that you know as he brings out the the question is, is, and you're learning about his memories. You know, they're talking about how maybe some of his memories are actually manufactured, mm-hmm. and there's something that's protecting him. Maybe, and he says maybe he really is. Insane, yeah. Like who's the yeah, big yellow, just, the just because monster guy? Because I love at the beginning they're telling her it's like no, see they're telling you you're crazy, but you're not crazy. You just have powers. Yeah. Well, now we're finding out he could be crazy and have powers, which would yeah. be kind of fun. Which yeah, in the, be, in the comics he is now something that I remember, and maybe that guy, the guy, the fat guy, the mm-hmm. monster guy is really the guy in the white hat from Westworld. Oh, oh. yeah, true. I'm thinking if anybody reads X-Men books, I'm thinking that might be the Shadow King. Well, the the yellow eye guy, Mr. Yellow Eyes, the big bad, The big fat guy with the creepy guy. All right. Now, so his girlfriend can see him. Yes. But the other two still can't. And so that probably could be because when she made contact with him, they switched bodies. So yeah. maybe she... So she's susceptible to seeing what he sees. She's susceptible to seeing what he can see, right? And if you remember the man with yellow eyes, remember in episode one... Where they're in the control room observing on video the interrogation, mm. there was a dog in a cage in there. Yes. That had yellow eyes. Oh. So the man with yellow eyes could be some kind of manifestation or some of weird kind of or... thing of the dog or of him in relation to past events or something like that. And the whole really psycho, scary Shell Silverstein spin on the whole thing mm. is really scary. I like it. When he was uh, trying to get his dog back. Uh, on Halloween night, when the kid was, and he goes through the fence and he sees the guy in the court. Whoa, that fucked me up. I was like, whoa. Just standing there? Yeah, yeah I didn't see good. that coming. I was like, okay, I'm out. Does the guy this... was just standing there and you didn't see it coming? No, I didn't know it was going to be a creepy. Like, when he turned, it was creepy. Yeah. Does and this then... in any way match the comics? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they're taking a lot of their own liberties, liberties and spin. Is the eye in the comics? The eye, the bad guy with the fuzzy hair, the guy who oh. the yellow, the, the guy that looks like Phil Spector. Oh, uh, not that I know of, but because he seems really like he's going Spector. to be very important in this series, yeah. and then he's dead next episode. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, I mean the well, guy with the eye. Oh yeah, who who could sense his presence there when he's looking at when his he's sister. interrogating his yeah. sister? Oh, I thought it was funny. Like okay. you thought from the first episode the one guy who was interrogating him thought he was going to be a main character yes nope <laughs> <laughs> kill him off in the first episode i did like uh the guy that can get the guy into get uh david howler into the, the guy that can do the memories oh yeah the, that was cool. cool i like him is he Stop. real from the i don't comics? know i don't know i don't know him from i don't know any of the <clears throat> people he's with from the comics, i know nothing about legion going into this yeah. but you know what's but really scary right uh, no you know what's uh, no. You know what's really scary though is you sedate him, and so you're in there in his memories, and she's like, "Well, you know, the, the only thing that's still consciousness that's not affected by the sedation is the childhood manifestation." What could be more scarier than childhood manifestations yes. and the memories that the kid has yeah. with nightmares? Holy crap! Stop. Show- I'll be and- like, "Okay, I'm out. <laughs> not going here. No, nope. I'm out. Nope." Uh, keep going, Jeff. We got right. another review. The uh, Besotted Geek, Episodic mm-hmm. Geek Pod, agrees. Episodes two and three were very similar, but I am still enjoying it. I enjoy it too. It's a good it's show. A slow reveal. I like it. 
I, like I it. equate it a little bit to Preacher. It's a very slow build. And I'm really enjoying it. I enjoy it too. And I think the the main character cast pretty well. I, I mean, like I like his quirkiness and his facial expression. I think it's because it's different than what you see normally on TV. It is. And there I like there it. was a uh, a list of like 15 best reasons why Legion is the best superhero uh, TV show on right now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't read them, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but they made a list. But they made a list, and I obviously would agree. I haven't read it, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we done? Uh, we ready to move on to Riverdale? Yes! I'll preface, um. <laughs> preface this with I'm not caught up on Riverdale yet. Oh, preface okay. this with I haven't watched it and I don't care. I have not come watched. to the dark Why side. Why am I talking about this? Come so to the dark oh, wait, side. You oh, I, you'll find out. I, I had a choice between watching Legion or Riverdale, and I chose Legion. I will say you that chose wisely. <laughs> I I will say every week now I'm like I gotta watch Legion and Riverdale. We have too many uh, segments on our show. I have to watch them. <laughs> All right, reviews from Riverdale yes. from Dez. Riverdale strong. In the immortal words of Nickel, I don't know why this show has to have so much drama. Ugh. I mean, a girl sleepover? Mean girl. Mean girl. Oh, I'm sorry. A mean girl sleepover? That's why Blake does listener feedback. <laughs> <laughs> These people do not have much in the way of original ideas, do they? False. No, they don't. Fuck you. Keep moving. <laughs> uh, from Nickel... Jason, don't listen to him. Keep watching it. We're Riverdale bros. We are Riverdale bros. It's not a good show, but I can't stop watching. I love it. I love it. It's so cheesy and... Oh, my God, it's awesome. And then from Pam Morris... Cousin Pam. (laughs) Ugh. I hate Riverdale, but can't stop watching. (laughs) See? It gets in you! Watched the last two episodes today. Pretty much ignored the first one, but the last (laughs) app was interesting. It's great! And we've gotten a lot of people saying, I don't like this show, but I can't stop watching. And I, I blame feel you. Like I blame you. I, I take it. Oh, it's great. I love it. I love it. I don't even want to explain this last episode because I really don't care, but it's awesome. <laughs> Just keep watching. He can't be a captain of the football team because he's too much of a musician. No, it's because he's a sophomore. They don't let sophomores be captains. No, he was going to be a captain this week. Oh, Lord. This show is so unrealistic. That's the part that's unrealistic. <laughs> well, did you see? Oh, oh you don't they have it They finally advanced the part of the mystery of who shot J- uh, the one kid, so that's well, good. Don't tell me that yet, because that's the only part There's that's nothing actually really, They didn't really show oh. much. But uh, uh, who was it? Coach Beegs uh, tweeted something. I don't think you have an I do not. I, it was he, about defense. He, yeah, he, he he was angry at the uh, the football on the uh, It was not Riverdale. realistic. It was not realistic. Was not, apparently. Uh, the football team. Apparently the football team. They, they, apparently they're a big school football team in the small uh, one yes. restaurant town. Yes. Because they have nobody playing offense and defense. No, no. They nobody plays both ways no. in, on Riverdale High. Well, Kevin does. Ah! He only plays one way. Oh, that's right. That's right. I still think Archie does. <laughs> Archie. Moose, Moose plays both ways. Yep. Archie and Jughead and Moose are going to have a threesome. <sighs> Telling you. Keep moving, Jeff. <laughs> Love it, <in> Riverdale. <laughs> awesome. Oh, all right. Moving on. Regarding top five John Travolta performances from last week, Brian H. Five Urban Cowboy. Okay. Four Get Shorty slash Be Cool. I like Get Shorty. Uh, same character. Yeah. So are these two different movies? Yeah, yeah. Be Cool. One's one sequel. Like sequel to the other. Yeah, Be Cool is uh, not as good. I, th- that was a sequel to Get Shorty? Yes. I, yeah. I didn't know they came out with that. Yeah. 
It was so well advertised. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Face Off. Yes. So is Off a sequel to Face since there's a slayer? Stop between? it. Shut up. Oh. Uh, face Off was terrible. Sorry, Brian. No. Number two, Pulp Fiction. Wrong. It has to be number one, right? Exactly, yep. <laughs> See, Jeff gets it. No, what's number one? Uh, number one is The Punisher. Good man. <laughs> Love the movie. His performance wasn't You killed one, my though. son. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Great job. Uh, from the Dit Man. Blake's partner in the morning uh, for the DJ. What do you think of Meryl Streep? Is she the equivalent of the smartest kid in the dumb class? It would be different if she did movies that were good. Did you just turn Jerry Seinfeld? I was trying to. Why do they call a driveway a driveway? You park on it! It was actually supposed to be the me doing the Blake doing the Dit Man. Oh, the Dit Man! Yeah, that. It was supposed to be that. <laughs> uh, I like Meryl Streep. <laughs> That's your answer. Right. Okay, yeah. There's our answer. Right. Well, she's done some good movies. Yeah. She's done some bad movies. Speak I'm of, looking at you, River Wild. I love River Wild. Speak of doing it, Blake, what he got over there. Oh, yeah. Come on. You know what time it is. Jeff has to read it. Oh. <laughs> That's the sexy music of the week. Come on, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Jeff. This is from who? From Nick. You fucked it up already. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Jeff. Oh. Why? Yeah. Didn't. Oh. OJ. All over you. Except oh. the nomination. And his penis. For. Yeah. History. Oh, sorry. His story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well. I, I think you mean accept the award, the Oscar. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure um, you really accept a nomination. Yeah, but uh, well, like if you are nominated to run uh, for president, you can accept that nomination. Oh, okay. So, is OJ running for president? He was going to uh, accept the Best Picture award for. He's running Lands. for his story. <laughs> oh, but uh, um, a he had absolutely nothing to do with the movie other than be the yes the the Murderer. subject. <laughs> and, he wasn't even in it that much. And 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 yeah. B. He's locked up in yeah. Nevada. Yes. For now, did you know several more years. Up? Yeah, stealing his memorabilia back. No, he's locked up for kidnapping. Well, that's he's true. He also trying to steal his memorabilia back, but he really wasn't stealing his memorabilia back, right? Because he was actually found guilty in the civil court, and therefore there's a judgment against him that uh, the Nicole's family has. So what he did it was, was in order to get Goldman's rid of all family. of his assets, like his Heisman trophies and stuff like that, he gave them all out to different people. To hold on to him for him so that they couldn't take it from him so he can claim he had no assets. And that's why he was so upset in Vegas because he went to people get that him back. took all this stuff was like, hey, you know what? We can actually sell this stuff and you can't do anything about it because what you did was illegal in the first place. So he went to get it by yeah, bringing like, a gun. Yes. And helping people. He didn't have a gun. It was just the people who were doing it with him had a gun. Oh, he didn't have a gun. Oh, well then... Nope, set him free then. No, he didn't no. have a gun. OJ's it's so armed robbery. Oh. with has a gun. No, OJ's most kidnapping if you're not the one with the gun. I wasn't holding him there. I, they didn't say anything. In the documentary, they didn't say anything about kidnapping. No, but. I know that was one of the charges. Now, see, guns aren't OJ's modus operandi. It's butcher knives. Good point. See, big knives. Commando knives. Yeah. No, he was, he was innocent of that. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Judge Ito. No, 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 he was not innocent. He was found not guilty. 
There's a Correct. difference. Yes, there is. <laughs> so I hope that answers Nick's question. And thanks for that music of the week, Blake. <laughs> uh, moving on. Besotted Geek. At Besotted Geek Pod. Just listened to episode 124, News of the Geek Throwaway, mention of a little upcoming show called Riverdale. I think it's awesome. You know, it is funny to go back. I haven't. But our <laughs> listeners go back and listen to the other episodes. We've got a lot of new listeners lately. It's been great for the last couple months. Our numbers grow. And people will go back and listen to our old shows. And find out how stupid or smart we may have been in the past. We've had a lot of good shows uh, we talked about. Uh, yeah, so Riverdale, I just kind of like that it was a throwaway item. Yeah, they're making yeah. Riverdale. Yeah, they're making Riverdale. We're like, oh, no interest. Yeah. We, we won't watch it. Never mind. <laughs> it's now become one of our favorite segments. Mine. Your. One of your. Your. Oh, you did it in unison. You're cute. Let's go to uh, Professor Number One. Let's wrap this up. Professor Number One. Oh, really? At Doctor Number One? Yes. What is worse? Seeing Streep every two minutes at the Oscar or Taylor Swift at the Grammys? Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh wait, no, you're just you're just seeing them. Yeah, but the camera keeps panning Not to Meryl Streep. Listening to them. Yeah. So if ta- seeing Taylor Swift is better than seeing oh, no, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is still a good looking lady. If I can objectify her, okay. We're gonna objectify because okay. we got we're gonna objectify Chris Pratt later. Alright. It's true. Oh, we are equal Chris opportunity Pratt. objectifiers. Yes. Who watches the Grammys? Nobody. Doctor no, uh, number one. Uh, apparently apparently Metallica fans do. Oh. Uh, apparently this was the least watched Grammy in history, isn't it? Isn't that what they said? Gee, shocking. It was the least uh this was the least watched Oscars in nine years. Or eight, I'm sorry, Oscars is what I meant. No, to in say. nine years, not nine years. Grammy, Oscars, whatever. Grammys yeah, I don't it's know if anybody I fucking think Taylor Swift is the fakest person out there. She fucking annoys me. I'll look at her all day, though. Yeah, I think she annoys me too much. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know if it's just panning, seeing her in the crowd. That's okay. Yeah. I feel like Taylor. Or I feel like Meryl Streep would do uh, would work in bed. Like she would actually put effort into it. I feel like Taylor Swift wouldn't. And then like she'd write she a song like, about you when you uh, yeah, dumped you know, her ass. Yeah, you're right. Kick her ass to the curb. Meryl, Meryl, based upon her uh, past acting, yeah. you know, things. I think she would put a lot of effort. I into think so it. too. She should at least. Act like she was enjoying yeah, act it. Act like she was enjoying it. I think Taylor Swift would be like one <laughs> of those... she's a good actress. That's yeah. right. I think she'd be one of those like limp, limp dead fish that's in bed that just lies there. And Tom... you're like, hey, is this a two-some thing going on or like what's t- going on? I kind of feel like the same way Tom Cruise would be. I feel like Chris yeah. Pratt would put effort into it. Yeah. I'm object- objectifying him now. Yeah. But I feel like Tom Cruise wouldn't put much effort. Like, I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm four right. foot two. I think, I think he would probably just sit there and be like, do me. Yeah. You know, I'm Tom Cruise. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? That was, I think, Jason's best uh, impersonation of anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> How about Tara Reid? I don't know what to wear. <laughs> No, I'm not saying I'm not saying do an impression. Oh, I think we're doing an impression. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying in this in this conversation that you're having, where yeah. would she fit in? Do we really want to continue this conversation? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Answer the Terry question. I feel quick. like her one boob would be in the left side of the bed. Her other boob would be in the right, and I feel like she wouldn't know what to do. She would be kind of a little confused. I think you would just be happy with one Tara Reid boob. Then why are you being I think so, that creeps me out. Why are you? Me out. Why are you? Why? Why? You enjoy the good one and uh, cover up the I other don't know one. If there's a good one. That's but the she's, problem. She's had that corrected, from what I understand. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, that, that's not going to change Jason from talking about it. Okay. Again, have you met the horse? It's dead. It's in dust down there. So again, I think Chris Pratt and Meryl Streep will do wonders for you in bed. It's time now for another installment of News of the Week. 
Geek. This is why Jeff does this. You had one job. <laughs> you didn't write it down. <laughs> you did as poorly as Taylor Swift does. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. So now. Kicking off our news of the geek. Come on, I feel like I'm a bizarro hobie. <laughs> Scared. <laughs> exactly. Nightwing, Batman's ex-partner, post-Robin. Mm-hmm. Said, uh, no, it was the original Robin. He's the original Robin who became Nightwing. Yes. Okay. Is uh, getting his own solo DC film, and the Lego Batman movie director, Chris McKay, is at the helm. Yay! Fine Talk- with that. Talking on Shanlian on Batman podcast. What the hell's that? I have no idea. <laughs> Anyways, the director had this to say about what makes the character so interesting to him and why he thinks Grayson is so well suited to his own movie. Uh, Bruce Wayne, blah, 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 came from privilege, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Grayson, not from privilege, circus family, blah, blah, blah. Grayson, entertainers, gymnasts. Oh, yeah, so they're basically there to amuse you. A director? <laughs> Are they here for your amusement? Here for your amusement? But a fascinating guy. But, you know, Bruce Wayne adopts him and brings him into his life. Society standpoint. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously, he was adopted in Bruce Wayne's life. But he didn't start that way. He's the guy who has all these negatives. And then even more negatives. And yet remains. Those are the things why I think, like, Dick Grayson. Why I like the idea of Nightwing as a movie. Basically, Batman. Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson have the same type of backstory. Dick Grayson went to the light. Bruce Wayne went to the darkness, is what he's trying Bruce to say. Bruce Wayne was born out of privilege and had everything handed to him and went to the dark. Yes. Dick Grayson was, was a family freak. of yeah, circus performers circus and freaks. travelers and immigrants <laughs> who came here to this country to entertain Americans. His mom was the yak lady. Uh, his dad would guess the people's weight. Yeah. It was love at first sight. Or, or, or they were acrobats. One of the two. They did it on the side. <laughs> she, actually, used, she used her horns to do the rope. That's really what cool. they did when they weren't on the tight ropes. That's right. <laughs> I guess you're 180 pounds. How dare you smack! <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so tempted to just go back and cut that out. It no, no, so no. <laughs> Alright, now, news of the weird. Uh, Nightwing is actually my fa- one of my favorite superheroes, so I'm very okay. excited about this. They're going to fuck it up, but I'm excited. Yeah, well, now, hold on. You know, Black Might... Bla- Black Bite. What the hell? The Black Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> yeah. Batman. <laughs> Did Martin Dark Lawrence Knight make a sequel? <laughs> the Black Knight. Oh, they said Black Light. I thought he was looking uh, after a cri- at a crime scene. Oh, <laughs> or a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. Well, well, didn't they didn't didn't they didn't they leave that open to interpretation that yes. uh, oh, what's his name could fill in as Nightwing? Yeah, the guy at the end. Uh, that they're going to go that way. They're going Did, to Dick yeah, Grayson, Gordon not Levitt. not. Uh, they're not going whatever to Gordon name. Levitt, not yeah. Levitt's Levitt's character. Not Levitt. They, I personally think it would have been better as a TV show on Netflix yeah. or something. I you know, what, I think I think they should cast Casey Affleck. Oh, okay. as Nightwing. Allegedly, knows so, how to. Never mind. Or yeah, Denzel too. Washington. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought since uh, Ben Affleck was Batman, uh, Casey is okay. Nightwing. He didn't follow the bouncing ball. Uh, well, I went the other way on the bouncing ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Denzel Washington. I see how that will go. <laughs> now that I followed it the opposite direction. I'm a coming actor. <laughs> uh, Dead Blake. All right. So uh, one of the creators of Cards Against Humanity, 
which I recommend if you're playing with in-laws that you go through the cards and sanitize them. Glory hole. <laughs> which is still one of my f- wife's favorite stories about you. Yeah. <laughs> the glory hole. Which episode was that? In I don't know, but that I was one of the early ones. Yeah. Yeah. I was on that episode. <laughs> it had to be post-Christmas. I think it was the episode that uh, was titled, Please, Jeff's Parents Don't Listen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so anyways, that's a good tip. All right, uh, yeah. Uh, is make They're making it completely clear where they stand on the Supreme Overlord, Overlord Trump and the government. So Cards of Humanity created... A, co-creator. Uh, co-creator, Temkin, Max Temkin, made a game called Secret Hitler, which he mailed to all 100 U.S. senators because, as they say, we thought you and your staff might find our game relevant as you negotiate the balance of power with the Supreme Overlord White House. So uh, the game Secret Hitler which was funded by more than $1.4 million raised on Kickstarter. I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, like, they oh, didn't yeah. even need Kickstarter. Aren't yeah. they rich from Cards from Humanity? Good hey, thing. you know what? If you can get somebody else to pay for your fucking shit, yeah. why, why not? not? That's right. So Kickstarter's yeah. great to find out if people want it. If people yeah. don't back it, then you're like, okay, we won't make it because no one's interested. No. Well, anyways... It's a secret identity game set in 1933 Germany that models the rise of fascism in a democracy and explores the idea of how cooperation, appeasement, and the inability to recognize your own manipulation before it's too late give rise to Hitler in Nazi Germany. It's a feel-good story. It's a feel-good book. Game. So. I did like how you sent it to all the hundred the senators. I thought that was kind of clever. Good for him. What what do you think Mitch McConnell's going to do with his copy? Uh, you mean the walking turtle? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. All I don't know what I'm <laughs> going to do with this. Is this some type of autobiography? I don't or think that guy's ever played a game. Or a blueprint. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think he's played the game of hide the, just the tip. Did yeah, you just probably. make up an accent and assign Have it you to Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell <laughs> talk? <laughs> I'm the slow turtle in the rabbit and the hare story. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm the tortoise. Yep. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Boo. Keep going. <laughs> I like Secret Hitler. It looks like a fun game I could play with my grandkids. <laughs> well, here's, here's the only good thing about it is, I don't think Mitch McConnell's in Trump's camp. He's actually anti-Trump, so there he... <laughs> What gives me more power? <laughs> I'm for that. That is true. He I'm, is a flip. He's your classic flip flopper politician. If you go back and look at his politics, I'm from the great the great suburb of Kentucky, uh, Tennessee's hat, and uh, yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to Mitch McConnell now and compare. <laughs> I do for Mitch McConnell what I do for Remy LaCroix and Blake. I'll I'll put it this way. I think it's actually closer than most of his impersonations. It sure is. I'm the turtle. Oh, jeez, OP. All right, so anyways, from Browbeat, Dungeons & Dragons has become a spectator sport. (coughs) I've heard about this, actually. I I haven't actually seen the episode. Uh, this past year, a new show, Critical Role, airs live every Thursday on a Twitch stream. Geek and Sundry has elevated this old school game to compelling television. You know, of course, 
if you don't know what D and D is, and you're listening to this podcast, I'm not going to read you the explanation of what this no. is. <laughs> no. But we'll talk that Critical Role is live streamed game of D and D, except the players are all accomplished voice actors, which is true. I had to go look these all up, and they're all on from like uh, oh, yeah. Avengers Accessible or whatever. It Assemble. Is. Uh, yeah, Avengers on Assemble. Disney XD. Yeah. So they're all voice actors that have something in common. They've all worked in their friends together. Over the past year, they've developed an active following on the first episode. Currently, it has more than 800,000 views on YouTube. They have a lot of episodes, too. I yeah. was checking it out. Yeah, uh, well, do it once a week, and they're, yeah, they've... At least 52, probably. Uh, I think they're into the 70s to 80s now. That's pretty cool. I'm actually intrigued to watch this now. Really? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, so, the, basically, yeah, well, you know, Critical Role, yeah. they battle dragons, evil artifact, ancient vaults, rebellion in town, vampires... You know, basically all your your basic Dungeons and Dragons themes, mostly, yeah. and then they perform rarely slip out of character. So they all play in character, which is kind of cool because they're all voice actors, mm-hmm. so it makes sense that they play. And in they character. dress up and all that. That's a little too far for me, <laughs> but okay. They're just rolling <laughs> dice, but in addition, they provide their own running commentary, which I think is kind of cool. They say so they do like, it, and then they add their own commentary afterwards, or while everybody or else while is they're doing it. So yeah. they're like the narrator dialoguing their own. But story. they're still using the same voices, I guess. And they say it's kind of like a DVD extra while they're playing the game. Well, that's cool. So the show has a large cast. I'm not going to read everybody, no, 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 no. but they're all from like Avengers Assemble. Yeah, and then uh, so Blind Spot. Yeah, and and, and Blind Spot and Ashley Johnson, probably most known as the for, waitress, as what? in Avengers the movie. Oh, she I was in that. Yes. Oh, that's her. <laughs> but but I think she's mo- most uh, known for being the uh, the infant on uh, Growing Pains. Oh, she was the infant on Growing Pains when they had a baby, and then like they came back the next year, and she was four years old. Yeah, that was Ashley Johnson. Oh, so she ages quickly. Yeah, yes. She's 87 she now. now in the series? 212. She started out in her 30s. Now she's, in her now she's Meryl Streep age. Oh, wait, hold on. But basically, if you're a Dungeons Dragons fan, it's something to go check out. Uh, they keep in character. It's kind of a fun little thing. And they said they've got to, you know, they, they're continuing the story, obviously. I would, yeah. I would probably watch it for an episode just for the curiosity yeah, aspect. Yeah. But I don't want to watch people play Dungeons and Dragons. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I, I, the one thing I do like going to Gen Con is, you know, lingering. 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 Over by people's tables and listen to how they play games yeah. and how different DMs have their different styles and players do different things. And, and you know, sometimes you can tell if the table's really good or sometimes you can tell if people are just really bad. I mean, I've, I've listened in and I've sat in and played some games with people, which was actually like pulling teeth. You know, just horrible experiences. And I, so I, I'd probably check this out for an episode, but I probably wouldn't watch it. Weekly, yeah. what, how would uh, Mitch McConnell play? <laughs> Don't start. No, no, no. no. I no. rolled a twenty side of dice. Yeah, the, the problem is these are four plus hour episodes. Oh well, never mind. I'm out. Oh my gosh. Well, it's, it's an <laughs> evening of playing yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, D&D. and it's not <laughs> edited. How much beer do they drink? Yeah. I don't think they are do drinking. They drink as much beer as we do. No. Well, then they're nothing. They're shit. <laughs> shite. Yeah, that's the thing. They're it's shite. like it, I. Tried watching them, but it, especially the the early ones, I suppose it's real tough to watch because it's uh, unedited. So it's like everything that's going on yeah. at the table for four hours is what you watch. I'm out. Wow. So hopefully, like I say, as it went on, they're getting more into character and they do yeah. the commentary. It yeah. gets better because I haven't seen any recent ones. I watched some early ones. Yeah. So maybe, maybe maybe I'll be intrigued enough to just pick up and 
follow along. News of the Geek isn't so easy to do, is it now, Blake, huh? You got a lot of information to go through? Yeah. Fuck you. See? It's not, not the easiest job in the world to do. But I got all the names right. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so are we doing your quickies? Yeah, let's go. Good, Blake. Oh, Please. you want me to do this? Yeah. Okay, the new Star Wars book. Hey, by the way, I did watch Episode 7 again. Yeah? Actually, this yeah, actually Monday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, last night. You know, I'll stick to my original story about how they ripped off the basic yeah. storylines and everything. It's a rip-off. It's a derivative of the original. But derivative of the original. Same shit all over again. But you know what? There is... You know, warmth and familiarity. Did which you enjoy it? It worked very well. It gave you no, I did berries. pick up. I did pick up. Other than starting to talk like Kylo Ren for the rest of the night because it annoyed my wife because she <laughs> hates Kylo Ren. <laughs> other than doing that, before getting threatened to be thrown out of the house. Other than doing that, I do remember when Kylo is trying to read her mind and pull the map, pull the map from her brain. Yes. He talks about he sees her dreaming. In a uh, like a like a large ocean, planet ocean with a solitude island, and that escaped me in the first two times I saw it in the theaters. Uh-huh. And watching it last night, the original Temple, mm-hmm. Luke is on a planet, big ocean, solitary island. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look yeah. at that. Yeah. Look at that. So they were seeing the future, or or, or she's been seeing the future. Yeah. Ooh. Which you can do with the Force, remember? Because mm-hmm. I have foreseen it. Uh, if you want to watch a better show, watch Star Wars Rebels. God, it's so good. Yeah, sure. It is good. It, it really is so a good show. So who is the last Jedi? Jar Jar Binks. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Are you caught up on this week? Speaking of Jar Jar Binks. I'm way behind on We've got two Rebels. episodes. We binge, my son and I yeah. binge-watched a couple episodes this weekend. That's the what this whole quickie was supposed to be about. Now it's turned into a long Well, let's go. Jar Jar Binks. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Jar Jar Binks is now a street clown on his home planet that has ostracized him due to his involvement of giving Palpatine full power. This is a new Star Wars book that comes out. Jar Jar Binks is now a clown on the street. <sighs> I'm going to ignore that because my mind canon is better. Nope. Nope. He's not a bad guy. Nope. I, uh, he is. <laughs> I haven't read this book. He's an inadvertent bad guy. <laughs> well, he it said, sounds like he is the bad guy in the book because he gave Palpatine power. Yeah, he did. Well, he did. That's part of why he is actually they one of the bad guys. They said it's only like a page in the book that he's in. Yeah. And they said basically he's juggling and he falls you know into the fountain and all that stuff. It's not Jar Jar. It's a Jar Jar clone. Oh, that would be better. What's better than one Jar Jar? Two. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anything else, Blake? Uh, Matt Reeves has officially signed on to be the director and producer for the Batman. The Batman. He did uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or War of the Planet of the Apes. I forget which one. Dawn. Like Dawn. 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 Comma. From Planet of the Apes. Dawn. <laughs> Dawn. The the There's a guy named Dawn that we missed in that movie, Planet of the Apes. First part was Mick. So nothing significant. No, not really. Not like I a like La La Land or anything. Well, no, I mean, he's not a loser. He didn't lose it Oscar. <laughs> He just didn't lose the most important category. He ever. wasn't nominated, but he didn't lose. Well, the, the, the director, well, the director won. won. Yeah, but the movie lost. Kind of makes but it lose. The director loser. won. We're talking about Don't the director. Don't try to justify my reasoning. <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> I'm just Mitch McConnell. I'm just not. Don't know what to do. All right. We'll see what our network partners have to say about that. Hello, Hobie listeners. What are you doing next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017? Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year we had Stan Lee, we had John Barrowman, and even Teddy Sears. Zip. He was fast. 
That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news, or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock! And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! All right, that music means we're doing our top five. Top five! We are top five. Oh, yes, in honor of the passing of Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton. Oh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Oh, because I did the top five Neil Fingerman movies. Oh. (laughs) He did Blake did the top five Judge Wapners. So, episodes. uh, Top five Bill Paxton movies. Okay. Jeff, Scab Jeff, you go first. What's your number five? I put Nightcrawler at number five. I just watched that for the first time today. It's a it's a good movie. Okay. Uh, Bill Pullman. I mean, Bill Paxton has a very small part, but uh, it's it's a good movie. How was the lead in it? Who was that lead? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. How did he do? He did real well. Because he was up for that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he lost weight for it or something, and if you That's lose why. weight or cry... It's kind of like the machinist yeah. with Christian Bale. Hey, lost weight, give it an um, Uh I have not seen Nightcrawler. I Otherwise, I might have put it on my list. <clears throat> What's your number five, Jeff? Uh, my number five is Last Supper. Okay. It's a movie where, uh, or mid-90s or so, I think Cameron Diaz and a couple other people back at that time uh, play a bunch of, like, liberal people who have, like, dinners and invite a Republican guy over. Or people they hate and they kill and them. They, they kill poison them. them. Yeah, oh, they kill them at the dinner. I saw that. I forgot I saw that. He and, was in that movie. Yeah, and Bill Paxton is the guy who turns the tables on them when they try to kill him and that was. Jesus. So yeah, holy shit. How did I forget that movie? I don't know. Wow. Probably because I was doing the Bill Pullman. <laughs> no, anyways, kidding. Uh, well, that was my number five. My number oh, five? That was a good movie. It's a cheesy one, and it's in our Hobie studio. Of course it's a cheesy one. That's all you watch and put on your list are cheesy Vertical movies. Limit. Chris O'Donnell when they go mountaineering. I love that movie. It's <laughs> not good. I could put five cheesier movies ahead of that one. It's not good, but I like Vertical Limit. Uh, I'm going with that, so there you go. That's my number five. It's all a right. fun movie. All right, Blake, your number five? My number five, obviously, you're talking about movies, and I was like, well, he has some good movies and he has some great roles, so I just mixed them up together because you know, you know, the the person that puts our uh, puts our uh, outline together doesn't know the difference between you know movies and roles. Oh, last week we did roles. Last this week, week we're we did doing performances. performances. Yeah. This week we're well, doing see, this movies. This should have been a Bill, Bill Paxton performance instead of movies. Because it probably should have, but it wasn't. Because he's got he's got thirty years of tons of stuff. If you yeah, but what we talked about it. before the show started. Scab Jeff and I both said, yeah, but they weren't really that great films. He like in a lot of mediocre <laughs> films. But I, I'll tell you what, memorable performance for me, number five, Aliens, is Private Hudson. Okay. 1986, 
And friends of mine know that I do quote that movie all the time. Game over. No more quarters. Oh, Took out Scabjath yeah. number four. Scabjath number four. We also had yeah. a bet be, or a going on well, earlier. Let's, let's see if it yeah, ends up on Blake's okay. list. What's your number four? Uh, my number four. How can you not pick Chat from Weird Science? That was my number four. That was one of his wow, great character performances. You know the you know the big sneering with the big fat cigar. I mean, it's a fucking funny. It's yeah, been that's, a long time since I saw Weird Science. Yeah. wonder how it holds up. But that was the one I didn't think I was going to put on my list. Now, that, I couldn't find that, that, that isn't, fourth yeah, movie. Nothing, that isn't technically a Bill Paxton movie, but it's one of his great character performances. He's in it, so it technically counts. That's correct. Uh, my number four is Apollo 13. That's my number three. Okay. Apollo 13 is the one I saw at the theaters. I did not like it. Oh, I did. I thought it was overly dramatic, like too... Well, of course but, it was. But... The more I see it on cable, and I've seen it a lot on cable. It's on it's, all the time. It's a really good show. It is, actually. We, I, My wife and I actually watched uh, most of it like uh, it. two weeks ago, I think it was I will on. say Bill Paxton's the worst part of the movie. Yeah. I but, like Ed Harris. <laughs> I like when he brings his sweater out that his wife knit it. That was vest. 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 vest sorry. Uh, but okay, that was my number three. Okay. So your number four was? My number four was uh, Weird Science. Okay. Scab Jeff, your number four was already taken? Aliens. What was that? Okay. What's your number three? Terminator. Oh. Honorable mention for me. Yeah. I did not realize that was him as punk leader. That yeah. was his role, punk, <laughs> punk leader. Yeah. That was his credit in Terminator. He, he is, I think, what they say, though, the one person who has been killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator. Yes. And his own son. Sure. That was in a movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't talk about that. That may come up later. No. And surgery. Oh. It's so low. <laughs> you know. Oh, but if I beat a dead horse, okay, go to get some new material. How is that anywhere compared to what you just did? Uh, uh, Terminator, I, I like the first Terminator. I think the second one just completely ruined that whole cool time travel theory that they had going where you can't change anything. You go back and you actually create what what the future? No, no. You went back and you created the future that you were actually oh, that's there right, for. Yeah. And I like that idea. And then they ruined it with two. Jeff, your number three was uh, my number three is Apollo thirteen. Okay, uh, my number three. I, I did a different thing. Uh, it was a it was a mini series. I know, I know. It was on the History Channel. Hatfields and McCoys. That now, is my number three. I love that series. Randall McCoy. Yes. Yes. Great series. I loved it. Uh, my wife does not like history, and she actually loved the series, too. See, actually, I, I actually, didn't watch what? it, nor did I put it on my list, because it wasn't a movie. You know, it, it's I, I saw it, and I would have put it on the list yeah. had it been a movie. We gotta make our own rules. <laughs> it's a big, well, miniseries, I guess, more or less. Kind of long, well, then I put very, Fresno on the list. One very long movie. Okay, maybe. O.J. Simpson yeah. won an Oscar. It's Seven hours. There you go. I love that. I love that series, though. I, I did. And the best thing about it is that you know Hatfield and the McCoy is a part of that American lexiconog lexiconography. Mm. You know, if I can say that word. And so is the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to go on a deeper level, Scabjack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, the thing is, everybody knows about Hatfield and McCoy's. Is like, but yeah, but you know what? What was the whole beginning of this whole feud that goes back into the? Yeah, we know the idiom of the Hatfield and McCoy's, but do we really know that? The history of it was really good. It was really good. And I actually, they there's a website when I was watching it uh, when it was on a couple yeah. years ago. There's a website that shows how 
you know, real is the movie to how real is the miniseries to the show uh, yeah, to real life history, and it was pretty much dead on. Everything mm-hmm. like everything was pretty accurate. So how about the time when the Family Feud had some Hatfields and McCoys on to solve no, everything? Stop it! Anyway, they did. They really know, did. It was no, great. No. You know that would be. That would be an, yeah. Hats well, off to the Family Feud for getting them on. Unfortunately, or the descendants on. And it would have been yeah. even better is after that episode, like they continued the feud all over again. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> was Richard Dawson the host? Uh, I don't remember who the host no. was when they did that. Ray did Combs. they have all their probably teeth? Ray Combs? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, they had them all somewhere. So your number three is Hatfield and McCoy's. What's your yeah. number two? My number two was uh, I. Enjoyed him as uh, Morgan Earp in Tombstone. That's my number one. That's my number one. He oh, just took wow. out two number ones. Sorry, that's okay. Uh, actually, not... actually, in your face. Game over. In, in no my... more quarters. <laughs> Game over. Game over. In my opinion, I was looking at this. Every actor who was in Tombstone, Tombstone is the best actor they've been in, or is the Kurt best Oswald, movie they've been in. Kilmer. I mean, I'm guys. trying to think who. It was in that movie that was in a better movie. Real Batman genius. Forever? Or is it Batman and Rob? No, it was Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Val Forever, Kimmer. which was not a good movie. Leave that out. Uh, Val Kimmer what? was in Top Secret. <laughs> yeah, Top, Top Secret's Secret, good. Real not genius. as good, but still not as good as Tombstone. I will say, anytime there's a top five category and Tombstone's an option, it's going to be my number yeah, one. Big Trouble yeah. in Little China? Oh, no, overrated. It, what? Escape from overrated. New York. Get the fuck this out. is so much better. Damn. I mean, the, the closest I could come up with was Guardians of the Galaxy, because Michael Rooker was in both movies. And Kurt Russell was going to be in the second oh, yeah, one. that's right. Uh, yeah, Tombstone, I love Tombstone. It's a great film, perfect Western. Um, it is probably the most perfect movie, even better than La La Land. Um, <laughs> whoa, 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 don't get crazy. Man. I think it's better costumes in La La Land. <laughs> yeah, Tombstone, there's better singing. I think the cinematography, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, directing was a lot better. Yeah. You know, the saloon piano yeah. blows away the music in La La Land. The best part is that Tombstone didn't win an Oscar and then lose it. Wasn't Westworld uh, based on Tombstone? Yeah. There you go. Sure, there you go. You know exactly. what? Uh, La La Land was based on crap, so that was good. Uh, my number two uh, is Frailty. <laughs> you mean Frailty? Yes, Frailty. Because that's my number two. <laughs> I knew it was going to be on your list. Yeah. I've seen it on people's list. What was that movie? It's the one where his kid killed him. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a fact I read. So I'm for the surgery one. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is in it, Matthew right? McConaughey is, yeah, is the adult son. Yes. They're trying to, you know, go back, and they're kind of telling the story where... Demon, he tries uh, to kill demons. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what's his... Uh, Bill Paxton's a, a preacher who is, you know, kill fire him. and brimstone preacher type thing, and he has two kids, and and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And Bill Paxton actually directed that one, too, I think. Yeah, he did. Uh, Bill, yeah, and you think, okay, well, this guy is just crazy. He's just killing people. And then there's a little twist at the end. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's kind of a fun little twist. You and I saw that together. Yes. We had no expectations on that film. None at all. That's and probably I, why we like it. Yeah. And I was not a huge yeah. Bill Paxton fan. I'm not a huge Bill Paxton fan to begin with. Yeah. But he did a great job. And that movie was fucking amazing. So if you have not seen it, go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was your number two, Jeff. That was my number two. Scab Jeff? Uh, Near Dark was my number two. I do probably, not know that one. I have probably the best s- vampire movie out there. Oh my I God. have heard good things about it. They said uh, for Bill Paxton, this is probably one of his best movies. That's from 19, no, 1987. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Near Dark is Severin. You know, Marquis de Sade reference. You know, Severin. So, yeah, I've actually heard about that. So, it's, please explain. 
I don't know how to explain it. Besides Vampires? Already, it's a vampire movie. Nudity? It's, it's been that a while since I've seen it. I remember I really, really enjoyed it. and It's better than Lost Boys. I it's better than 40 Days, uh, uh, 40 Days of Summer? 28 Days Later? Oh, no. 28 Days Later came out in 2003. Okay. No, well, okay, Twilight? 2003. No. Uh, better than Twilight. It's better than Twilight. The, the, the four, 40 Days of Night? Oh, yeah, the one in Alaska. Yeah. That was a good movie. Nah, not the really. Guy, nah, <laughs> it really wasn't. The guy doesn't masturbate during Lent? No, that was 40 Days and 40 Nights. Uh, okay. <laughs> he is a vampire in that. He doesn't masturbate. <laughs> I, think it's, it's, I think it's called 40 Days of Night. Where, like, it is. They're, they're, they're up in the Arctic Circle in the town. It's Alaska, Barrow. Yeah, Barrow, Alaska, where for... 40 days, or maybe it was 30 days, whatever, for, for like a month or so, they get no sunlight, so the vampires go there and have fun for the yeah. entire winter. Cool. I'm trying to find the movie for you. Uh, but, I but I think it did It did have stuff. Josh Hartnett in it, who was in 40 Days and 40 <laughs> Nights. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm dying over here. What's your number one, Jeff? It's Camp Jeff. A uh, simple plan. You know, I was going back and forth on that. I The reason why it was not on my list is because I haven't seen it in a while, and I don't know if it holds up. Uh, the reason it wasn't on my list is I haven't seen it. Okay, good call. <laughs> okay. It is number one it's on Sam my Raimi. list as well. Is it? Yes, really? it is. It is a Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, I like the movie so much, I actually bought the DVD, so I still have it, and I, I probably have watched it within the past year or two. And you still like it? Yeah. It so he's, he's a, he, You know, the thing is... All these other movies that we talk about, he's playing these weird characters, mm-hmm. right? Very, you know, over the top, basically. You know, in this movie, he plays a normal guy, you know, and which actually is sometimes a hell of a lot tougher to play as an actor. Than a guy with a quirk. A yeah, than a guy with a quirk or something that yeah. you can go over the top with, right? You go all in. So what I like about it is he's a normal guy. He, he you know, he's having problems. This, this drug money lands in his lap. He's a law enforcement mm-hmm. guy. And he has a simple plan. This is what we're going to do. And, and it just starts going south. It gets worse and gets worse and worse and worse. So the title is a misnomer. It's not that simple of a plan. Well, in theory, it's a simple it's plan. It's a simple plan. It just goes <laughs> to shit. Plan. Well, let's it just goes to shit. Because, you know, if you're going to do... Here, here's a good thing. If you're going to do um, uh, some uh, uh, criminality... Uh, make sure you don't have stupid people with you while you're doing it. And that was, was, and was this uh, with Billy Bob? Yes, it was. Yeah, That's the reason the simple plan didn't work out. Yes. <laughs> He's part of the reason, yes. Uh, 30 Days of Night is what you're talking 30 about. 30 Days of Night. Barrow and the was. infant from Labyrinth was in it. As the infant? No, he was oh, grown up. He's grown was up. the infant from Grown Pains in it, too? Uh, no, she's on Critical uh, Role. <laughs> your number one was Tombstone, Jeff. My number one was Tombstone. My number one was Tombstone, and your number one was Simple, Simple Plan as well. Plan. Okay. Well, I knocked out somebody's number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, you did not have your number one knocked out. And I did but, not. But, no. What kind of time? Well, you knocked yeah, it out with your number one. You just got to go so. first. <laughs> Any honorable mentions? Uh, I had the punk leader in Terminator. <laughs> I had Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I didn't see Master it. Master Sergeant. So I didn't see that. That was kind of good. And of course, I, I had written down a note about uh, near near dark because I had read a number of comments talking about how he did had a great role in that movie. Um, we're actually very disappointed in you, Blake. Yeah. But I I no. was ninety five percent sure that you were going to have the Pat Benatar video on your list. Actually, uh, what I was going to do is I wanted to bring up some stuff. He's been Pat Benatar in New Order. 
by the way. I guess a lot of people didn't know about that kind of that stuff. That one I didn't know about. Was he a, like was he a man substance. eater? Yeah. Substance, man substance eater? album. Double album. Ma- man eater? Yeah. She's a man yeah. eater. Holly and Oates. God damn it, I always... Yeah. <laughs> I'm awful at music. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's the other thing about it. John Hughes actually shot Bill Paxton's band's video. No. Oh, I thought you were saying John Hughes actually got him. <laughs> no, That's no, how he really no, died. Yeah, you know, Bill Paxton actually was he's the only guy to be uh, shot by a Predator, a Terminator, <laughs> and, and John Hughes. Yeah. Is John Hughes, did John Hughes do the Tupac thing? He's just in yeah. hiding? Yeah. He's not really dead. Poor no. John Hughes. No, oh. but, but there's a, a lot of... In, oh, go ahead, Scab Jack. Well, I'm sorry, that just reminded me of the Oscars. One of the In Memoriam people yeah. oh, is still alive. I wanted to yes, mention they that. they put the wrong yes. photo up. <laughs> they put the wrong photo up of a woman, and she's like, I'm still alive. Why am I on here? <laughs> well, that's the thing, is they put the photo of the, the, the lady who actually died. They had yeah. the right name. Yes. And she was a costume designer, but they put a producer... And the people were friends and worked on movies together, so it made her feel probably doubly bad that it was her picture <laughs> when, like, a, a friend and colleague who she was pretty close with uh, was the one who died. It's She's definitely. like, no, I'm still alive and producing. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens when we get interns putting this shit together. Look so I think happens. the same person in charge of the immemorial uh, yeah. uh, video was in charge of handing out the envelopes. Yeah. PricewaterhouseCooper, by the way. It's their fault. Um, you know what the best part is? Bye bye, love lost. Bye bye, love. Or La La Land, whatever it's called. <laughs> bye bye, happiness. The arrival loss. I was celebrating that. Oh, but the arrival did win. They won best sound editing. Sound. Whatever. But uh, what's really interesting is I, I did go to imdb.com to um, make sure I got all my Bill Paxton stuff in line. And, and uh, you know, he does have a very prolific credit history mm-hmm. you know he's got 30 plus years of just even crazy little roles but i was reading at this stuff and this is some real shit here i mean the first interesting fact they got on imdb.com the um what's the uh, podcast the dallas action yes it's on one of our fellow networks mm-hmm. they would be interested in this at eight years old paxton was in the crowd when john f kennedy gave what would be his final speech on november 22nd 1963 in subsequent years, Paxton shared pictures of him sitting on the shoulders of an onlooker who remains unidentified to this day. What? Who offered to help him to get on his shoulders for a better view of the president. Was it Mayor McCheese? So, <laughs> yes. The Dallas Action Podcast better be listening and better do an episode on how Bill Paxton is probably on the shoulders of the guy that actually killed President Kennedy. That's my theory. That's okay. your theory. That's right. He, um, he... He was at the speech, not at the drive. Details, yeah. Oh, details. Hey, we're talking conspiracy theories here. Oh, facts there's have nothing fact to do with that. Way, yeah. All right. <laughs> On a side note, Scab Jeff was so heartbroken by La La Land losing, he had to leave early. He had to leave early. He so, had to go off. We appreciate him coming on. All right. So here's the other thing. Lance Henriksen. You know who he is? Um, did he win the Tour de France? No, he was actually in the band with Bill Paxton okay. that John Hughes shot the video of. The name okay. sounds familiar. And I'm he's also an Lance. actor to have been killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator on screen. Ah. Right? Um, there's some other things here. For his role in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, gun coach taught everybody how to do it. And he grew the weakest of all mustaches. Yep, exactly. It was a pretty weak mustache. <laughs> 
Uh, it talks here. I like his death scene, though. He had death earned the good. nickname Wild Bill among friends and co-stars for his apparently crazy sense of humor and his love of elaborate pranks, which fits his Czech character perfectly. Check. He probably didn't have to do a lot of actual acting for that role. Okay. I think he had to, though, get into acting for the end of the movie. You know, yeah, a little bit. Because I think he, I think he had to try to find that character. Yeah, uh, he was the original, originally the first choice for Robert Langdon, Langdon in the oh. Da Vinci Code. You know, I would have liked that better than. Uh, I think he could have actually pulled, pulled that off pretty well. I think it could have been really good, but he had to pull out because he was in Big Love, which was. Hanks' executive producing credit. Oh. Uh, so no. here you go. Dallas action. Look into that how conspiracy Robert theory. Langdon's role was usurped by Tom Hanks, who was the executive producer of Big Love, which is the reason why Bill Paxton couldn't do Robert Langdon. That's, that's a more interesting conspiracy theory. Yes. Okay. So here's the band I kept talking about. It's that 1980s rock band, Martini Ranch. Oh, I'm sorry, it was James Cameron, not John Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> fucking did. James Cameron directed a video for the song Reach featuring uh, Catherine Bigelow, Lance Henriksen, and Jeanette Goldstein. So his ex-wife and two guys that he killed off in his Terminator movies. Yep, exactly. And uh, the other thing that I thought that was kind of interesting is that he, uh, he's been in five films with Michael Bean. The guy that plays Bean? He was in the, yeah, Michael Bean. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Lords of Discipline, 83. Terminator, 84. Aliens, 86. Navy Seals, 90. And Tombstone Ooh. in 93. Ooh, Ooh, Navy Seals. Seals. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. There was one more. You didn't have this much fun facts here. about John Travolta oh, here last week. He didn't die either. He almost got the lead role of Darkman in oh, 1990. Instead of Liam Neeson. Yeah, actually, this is interesting. He told his friend, Liam Neeson, about the audition. <laughs> Neeson heard about it, went to go audition, got the role. Paxton was so angry with him, uh, apparently he didn't speak to him for six months. That's awesome. Well, I thought you were going to say forever again. And... Yeah, but no, it's a little bit a little bit better than that. But uh, okay, here it is. Having worked together on Weird Science, John Hughes. Not J- James Cameron. Not James Cameron. Okay. John yeah. Hughes. This is my John Hughes okay. came in. He off, John Hughes offered him the role of the garage attendant in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Remember the guy yep. that takes the wheel? The car. Yeah. Oh, take good care of her, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And probably one of the greatest cut scenes ever where they're flying through the air. Yes. <laughs> He's this buddy like, ah. So when uh, he turned John Hughes down for the role of Ferris Bueller after Weird Science, uh, Hughes never offered him another role again. He was like, wow. what, you don't want this role? Fuck you. And uh, how many uh, more movies did John Hughes do? She's having a baby and <laughs> Curly Sue. I mean, John Curly Hughes only directed Sue. like six movies. All right, <laughs> Hughes in Pat Benatar's video. He's in New Order. He was also in Limp Biscuit's video, Eat You Alive. Let's not get into that fucking Limp Biscuit. <sighs> yeah. Oh, here's an interesting fact. He's son of John Paxton. <laughs> okay, we're done with your fun fact. Uh, so I keep confusing La La Land with Bible. No, but here's one oh, last Jesus fun Christ. fact, and this makes sense. Oh, sure. This really makes sense. Uh-huh. He was originally cast as Stifler's dad in American Pie 2. Really? Yes. But had to leave the project due to his schedule. Chris Penn replaced him, but the character was cut from the film. Oh, now, I don't like, remember Chris Penn. him know. as an adult Chet. With Stifler as like a son. It. See, that, that was a perfect role. Yeah, I like it. 
Yeah. Okay, anyways, uh, we're all done with that. Uh, bye Bye Love. Yeah. Keep confusing that with La La Land. That's the one with Matthew Modine, Randy Quaid, and Paul Reiser. They were all divorced dads, and they would meet at McDonald's to pick up their kids. It was came out in 95, and I remember seeing it. Oh, so they're pedophiles. That's probably why you think La La Land was bad. You were thinking Bye Bye Love was up for Academy Awards. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> uh, so Bye Bye La La Land. <laughs> So it did not win a best picture. Oh, it, it was uh, neither did La La Land. No. Uh, we have some La La listener picks on this one. Uh, top five uh, listener picks here from Chris at 365. He had a simple plan U571, Apollo 13, Aliens, and number one, Twister. Uh, uh, Dev, the side Apparently, guy, a lot of people like that movie. Apparently, a lot of really more seen parts of it, but did, I never got into did it. Did we miss something? Like, did we miss I'm, that train that everybody loved Twister? We missed that train. Cow. Cow yeah, gun. Did. No, it was as good as it gets that her shirt got wet and you saw her nipples. Yeah, not that was Twister. Yeah, that was not Twister. No, I'm confused. Bill Paxton did have some good nipples. Uh, let's uh, see. Uh, uh, Dev, he had uh, Weird Science at five. Weird True Science. True Lies. He was the car salesman. U571, Apollo 13, and Twister. Honorable mention, Vertical Limit, Tombstone, The Greatest Game Ever Played, Commando, and Stripes. I'll just put Commando in because it was a great film. Yeah, it was a great film. But <laughs> I, I don't know how to take Dev's lists. Half of them are terrible and half of them are good. Yeah. Kind of like Dev. Ah. <laughs> uh, from just don't ask him about the electoral. Number one fan, Doug. Number five, Fresno is a miniseries parodying. Parodying. Parodying? Parodying. or parodying? Parodying. Shows like Dallas and Dynasty. Okay. I remember that when it aired. I didn't remember Bill Paxton being in it. Four was Aliens. Three, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's just using that. I would have put Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on if I wasn't doing just movies. Uh, Number two, True Lies. And number one, Edge of Tomorrow. You were like, Edge? Yeah, yeah. Uh, From Besotic Geek. Number five, Independence Day. Number four, Spaceballs. (laughs) Number three, Near Dark. Number two, Weird Science. Number one, Aliens. Sorry, couldn't come up with five. I threw some Bill Pullman in there. <laughs> I almost did the same. I can't fault anyone for that. But no Serpent in the Rainbow? If you're throwing Bill Pullman in there, throw Serpent in the oh, Rainbow. Yeah. No one should ever throw that in. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Don't let them bury me. I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> uh, just to let you know, in Commando, uh, he was a small role in that. He was a soldier, I think yes. was it. Uh, let's see here. And uh, that was about it. So there you go. There's your top five. Uh, would you guys like to do box office news real quick? Uh, some films made money. Ba- Lego Batman isn't number one anymore. And Logan opens this weekend. Well, there goes my segment. Uh, oh, I was about to say. <laughs> well, we're over two hours. I don't know if you want to do the whole segment. Okay, so thanks for still you know, listening. You know, next week, you just do the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I don't want to do the whole thing. There you go. Next week, rumor has it the 365 chaps are going to show up. Rumor has it, huh? Yeah. Rumor has it. In both. Both of them. In both. What's that? Both. I don't know what that means. Anyways, in voice? Yes. Okay. I don't know. Not in person. No, not in person. Oh. Well, maybe. Okay. Bad idea know. of the week. <laughs> Number 560. Having Warren Beatty present at an Oscar. It wasn't Warren Beatty's fault. I know, but we're going to blame him. Well, you know, I'm going to say he's what? partly to blame. He should blame when, when you walk done away. When you walk out on it stage out of his hand and said she's the one that blurted out. She didn't grab it out of his hand. He gave it to her. He showed it to her. 
See what thing? Faye yeah. Dunaway is blaming Warren Beatty because I guess they don't get along. And like her interview, she's like, he gave me it and like made me want to read it. I guess and blah blah blah. Like growing all that's like, oh, I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was questioning, is this right? And she read it out. She's but like, yeah, la, la, la. apparently, on the front of the envelope, it says the uh, best actress in lead role. Yeah, like they, they showed they a close up of it. it. Because mm. usually it's a gold envelope with a red light lettering. This year it's a red envelope with a very tiny font gold lettering. Yeah. So they said they couldn't do it. They couldn't figure uh, It was a little confusing, yeah. I suppose he was too blind, but I'm like, it, it, if you, as a presenter, when you take the yeah. role as a presenter, you make sure you got the right envelope. Jimmy Kimmel still had the best line, though. <laughs> what did you do, Warren? Yeah. <laughs> I liked yeah, when everyone was blaming uh, Steve Harvey yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's there's some good memes coming out of this. I expect yeah. to have a lot of memes in the next couple of weeks. So uh, everybody, thanks for listening to the Bizarro Hobie, or or where M Night Shyamalan uh, tweeted. Uh, he wrote I the wrote the ending, ending yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know the funny thing is I tweeted Jeff Morris that right before. Uh, <laughs> you know M Night Shyamalan gets one movie that puts him back on the map for good stuff, and he's looking. He's he's going to his head. He thinks he's can be. He thinks he again. can be funny again. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. There's your uh, bad idea. Thanks for listening. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history, bad. So bad.